Ladies and gentlemen, boys of all ages, do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Well, I do. So, welcome to our podcast show live stream thing. Uh, I'm your host, Dungeon Master Cody Jehe, and of course I'm joined by our friends as we rack the final finale of our Metal Gear Solid arc in, you know, it was fun. I'm, I'm joined by uh, Mr. Zach, played by Mr. Gray, who's Ozal. Jumbo babies. Of course, you know him, you love him. Dean, the Dream Martin, playing Mr. Red. Burn. Jumbo. The no longer Wicked Warlock of the West, but it just sounds so good, I just want to keep saying it. Mr. White, played by Deanie Stolos. You know, I kind of like it too, so we can just stick with that. Hey, everyone. See, see, we need to get you some guns so you can be like a gunslinger and we can have a shootout. That would be fun. I want a gun. Man, you're a wizard. Your whole body's a gun. Yeah, right? no secrets in this chamber, baby. Blip, <laughs> <laughs> blip. Slither into my DMs, girl. Uh, <laughs> our Vistani friend, still hanging on there. Max, playing Mr. Blue, Marius. Good evening, everyone. It is a pleasure to be back. But last but not least, the crowd favorite, the sneakiest boy in the party... Mr. Oh, Black, wow. Zolthus, played by Badfish. What up? Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> Roll the intro. <laughs> Where's the intro? There you go. jumping straight into it wow magic gear goes down fire spreads through the chambers as energy coalesces around magic gear zolthus what do you do uh i recognize in in the uh countdown and hear the warning it's uh beckoning that uh self-destruction has begun correct um I look around at the party and I see burn on the ground, um, and, or uh, yes. So I, you turn to this large spider, and tell him to pick burn up. I order, I order this uh, spider to go and get him. It's eight eyes open and close at your command. It kind of clacks its mandibles at you, and you hear a thwip. As shooting out of its ass is a long strand of web that burn just gets all over your face and glasses uh, as you are wrapped in delicious spider webs. Uh, I you are pat his abdomen and say, "Good job." Pulled Boonk. to the far side of the room. Uh, and then I, I guess I, I use my movement to join him and the spider. Uh, 40 feet for me, sorry. So I'll go right beside, just ahead of him. Uh, sh- 
I suppose we should dash as well? Probably. Right, you don't so, know how um, much time you have before this magical construct fully destabilizes, potentially destroying this level of the facility, if not more. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so... I'm trying to think whether I should take the chance to jump. I have really good acrobatics. I should be... Oh, God. Famous last words. Let's do it. You're in bullet time, Badfish. <laughs> Not going to look. All right. I'm going to end over here. Okay. Uh, Ozal, you're next. Uh, the spider is holding burn, or, or he's... Um... Sorry, he I was trying to been... check on your audio. <laughs> he has been pulled uh, as if thwipped from one side of this area while prone towards the spider, and it is currently dragging Burn by his top half. Should Burn want to get free, he could do so easily. Uh, but it is enough to tow him. Like okay. Um, we can communicate, so I'll say, um, Burn, would you like to make this journey on your own strength? Or are you fine? Uh, I guess now that I'm up, I could, I could, I could walk. Well, you have the... Um, <clears throat> Yes, the exhaustion slowed. from haste. Yep. Oh, you're right. No, I can't. Yeah, so I'm gonna. I don't even think I can respond to you. <laughs> I'll move thirty feet, um, and I'll ask uh, Burn if he would like to be polymorphed, and so he that we still can... technically be exhausted, even if you change his form. I don't think so. You sure? Yeah, Bubba. His effect is ongoing. I thought you you uh, just completely disregard like everything on the other character sheet. Nah, man, he's still exhausted. It still it carries over. Um, okay. Uh, the, the only way it wouldn't carry over, in my mind, is if you were going from a polymorph state and that polymorph state was destroyed. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, I guess I'll move 30 feet and then... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Dash is another 30, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, Five, you gonna go ten, up and over 15. the wall or around? Oh, is there a wall in front of us? I'm sorry. Yes, sir. There's a giant monolithic wall that separates kind of the meeting area, the visage of some oh, sort I of see. shadowed figure. Yeah, okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I'll be... Yeah, I don't really have the good acrobatics, so I'll have to go around the wall. That good, good. All right. Vor will uh, just fly over here. That'll be my turn. Marius. Oh, well, let's see here. I think I'm going to uh, start getting our way down to the south. Uh, Burn has had his move already. Um, I'm going to fly over to uh, Mr. Kojima here and help him. Let's let's get you out of here, sir. That sounds right kind to me. So, uh, <laughs> I have... Let's see here. Uh, one more use of my divine expedition, so I'll grant that to Mr. Kojima, so he can start making his way down that way. That's five, 15, 10, 15, 20, 20, 30. 30. 25, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And that's where I can get to. Okay. Uh, Okay, um, yeah, uh, Stolas does not want to be here when this place blows up, so he is going to make a dash 
Towards the exit. 60 feet. Boom. Uh, Carol from HR runs after her new love and fling Mr. Kojima using her whole action to dash. Uh, outpacing him just a little bit. Uh, Captain Durden will step up next to his mother. Uh, the drow consort gathering with the other associated drow. Uh, and you see what looks like a shadow made of cobwebs as all five of them disappear. Uh, nice. Basculus is, is stunned and he will kind of just run, run for the hills using his whole action to catch up. Uh, and then he will use his bonus action as a rogue to double dash. I think if my math is correct, that puts me here. I could be wrong, but it doesn't super matter. Um, and the spider will um, chatter to you, Burn. Uh, I need you to either say yes or no. <clears throat> I guess I don't know what the spider said. You don't speak arachnid? I... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't. I've never seen that one before. Okay. Uh, you fail your dexterity saving throw as you are launched through the air and to the edge of the, <laughs> the other <laughs> precipice, the spider towing you across as you slam against the hard cobbles. Uh, you take one point of damage. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Stole, uh, who was my first person? Uh, Batfish, you were next. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go. So I'm going to hop over using athletics check, hop over this gap. Okay. And I've got a 20, oh, sorry, 31. Sorry, nice. I had advantage on. Whoops. 17 or 31. So I guess I make it We're either way. 31. We'll take the left number. That's the first number. And uh, I hop over using, uh, sorry, I didn't measure. I guess I'm right at the exit. I could easily Perfect. go the distance, yeah. I and that, I guess, distance. is my turn, and I uh, beckon the crew. Hurry up! And I believe you are in possession of the... It's either you or Stolos, I don't remember off the top of my head. The the orb? That'd be me. Uh, yeah, That'd I was going to say, I don't us. believe it was me, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ozal, you're next. Uh, quickly here, we got Abdulio, Mark Pearson says, I know <laughs> I say it every time, but I love the background music. Wasn't expecting PS1 Metal Gear Solid music, but I'm here for it. And Sith Scout Collector, I have no idea what's happening, but since I like you guys, I hit the like button. Thanks, bud. Thanks. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, and then I will, um, use, uh, let me see, my, uh, Misty Step to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and then um, this is where we need to get, right? This is the exit point. Uh, closer to where the spider's at, but yes. Oh, sorry. Then I'll just miss you step to here. Okay. And that'll be my turn. And I uh, guess I'll hold my dash, I guess, if I need it to go further, but I think it's the end of the map, so. Sure. I think I'll need it. Stolas, I think you were next, correct? I believe so. Okay. Uh, Solus is gonna fly over here towards the exit and prepare the way with the uh, the sphere key. Perfect. What are you keying it to? 
I am going to key it to the treasury. Okay. But also, he's going to wait for everyone else to make it. <laughs> so. That's fine. <coughs> Excuse me. Maximus. I'm going to uh, continue to make my way down towards the uh, the elevator there. So I'll go, I'll fly another, uh, let's see here, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 to here. So double move, right? Okay. And then I, I gather the, the elevators just on the south end here, just off the map. Correct. Okay. Uh, Ooh, team that. Drow appears against the wall and they fall about 10 feet to the cobblestones as the matron mother looks around her realizing that teleportation out of this room has been restricted and she looks to the party and says that was unexpected lead on i suppose uh mr i'm gonna move snake next five ten fifteen Snake comes running up the cobbles, uh, followed by Carol and Mr. Kojima. Go ahead and do your thing. Still loss. All right. 30. Not quite enough so to the, make um, it for Mr. Kojima. If I remember right, this whole uh, mechanism sort of rotates, right? Yes, yeah, so it is a twisting um, set of magical staircases that each lead to a keyed portal um one of the levels has been jammed thanks to uh, some quick thought on Badfish's part from a couple episodes ago or last episode i don't remember off the top of my head so you cannot return to the prison but you can go um either back up to the treasure hoard or out to the docks oh we're going to the treasure hoard <laughs> Uh, Stolas okay. is going to key that in and kind of usher everybody uh, into the uh, elevator thing. Okay. The elevator begins to turn, but instead of stairs, there is a 20 by 20 fuzzy blue portal that opens. Do you step through? Uh, well, I, I think Stolas will stay to the last so it doesn't accidentally close anyone out. Okay. But I'd like to as soon as everyone else is there. That's fine. Uh, who's the first to step through? The spider. Okay. The spider <laughs> and burn go through. <laughs> Can we see anything on the other side of this portal? You cannot. It is just blue. Um, do we have to worry about Kojima making it? Is it oh, never mind. Okay. Um, nope. I'm moving them as part of their action here. As I see Burn and the spider step through, I I join them and uh, stride through. Okay. Uh, seeing that happen, I'll use my held dash action to dash into the portal. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, just to make a DD, since everyone here is within the aura, I'll just give everyone a uh, 14 temporary hit points since the Twilight Sanctuary is still functional before okay. everyone steps through. So Perfect. Everyone gets it. Yep, just to save on having to do 50,000 dice rolls, if that's okay with our dungeon master. 
Yeah, oh, that's fine. If, if you don't have temporary hit points, go ahead and add 14. Or if 14 is greater than what you currently have, add 14. You all know the rules. Thanks. Sorry, I'm trying to drag you all at once here, if it'll let me. You're good. Uh, with that, everyone else filters in. Uh, and through this shimmering portal, Stolas, you are the, la the last standing. Nice. Stolas is going to kind of hop right on through. Okay. Give me just a moment here to queue one thing up uh, before I drag you over. You are sucked through what can only be described a large slipping slide. You are in a wet tunnel traveling straight down and then you are spit out onto the ocean floor the room behind you exploding and collapsing you emerge Agua. in the treasure hoard bitch better have my money Hold on, let me turn on dynamic lighting, apparently. Oh, yeah, I didn't have it clicked. Sorry. You're good. Why well, you gotta be a bitch, roll 20? There you go. Boom. Oh! Outside of this circle, you can make out, uh, kind of looking straight up, I guess, as you're spit out of this portal, the ocean seems to expand indefinitely. In all directions. You have no clue where, when, or what you are. Holding your breaths, you are on the seafloor, the pressure heavy as you sink and touch to the bottom. There is a precipice, about four or five stairs, in a perfect circle where you can make out several chests, some clumps of gold, some dead bodies near some large statues, a wrecked ship. Other than that, it is a perfect sunny day as the portal begins to shrink behind you. Sorry, you said that we're underwater? You are under the sea. In the water. In the water. Under okay. the sea. Thank you. Thank under you. the sea. Dear Lord, thank you, Dean. Someone, someone out there gets me. Who wants to go first? Say maybe Ozal, if you can see yeah. if these statues or what's up with these things. <laughs> yeah, which statues am I looking at? This this thing here. Yep. There's three. Okay. The and then three. this portal, this little black portal, is this what we came from, or is this what we? That um... is where you came from. It spit you plump out. Okay. Um, I take it we can't breathe at the moment, so we are on the clock. I will assume, as a kind and humble dungeon master, wow. you took a breath as you jump through feeling that you were in some sort of slip and or slide oh okay perfect um uh, well i can't communicate with these things uh let me go 5 10 15 20 25 Stop. and okay uh, i'm gonna push you back one as you oh, okay. attempt to move specifically in this spot okay uh Something in the water blurs and becomes visible to you as you try to pass through it. Um, 
you swim slash walk straight into the face of a water elemental. Oh. Uh, it attempts okay. to strike you with its trident. Oh, okay. 17, 17. to hit. Um, I will have it... Let's see. Uh, 17, you said? 17 to hit. Uh, I will shield to bring my armor class to 19. Okay. It gets one more attack on you. Okay. Critical failure. Um, you take a second in the deep lore of being a wizard, knowing to yourself that some creatures that exist on an elemental plane can blend into that environment seamlessly. Okay. And it dawns on you, maybe the statues aren't the threat because they look expensive, even though some of them are old and destroyed. Mm. But these Myrmidon water elementals are. Okay. Um, does he have any penalties for the one that he rolled? Yeah. Would you like to roll D100? Sure. Uh, D100 is going to be a seven. A seven. Ah, it doesn't really apply. It says you lose your combat footing, exposing yourself to the enemies. Um, Does he? Go you prone? can either choose to have advantage on your next attack, or this creature falls prone, but it can't fall prone in its element. So, you have advantage on your next melee attack on this creature. Okay. Um, do I? Okay. So we just popped up. We're just like this. This thing was not expecting us. Do we? Th do we think that this is a hostile creature, or is it, is it just protecting itself? Why don't you roll me insight? Because I don't want to blow this thing up. If it's just, uh, let's see, uh, twenty six. You think that this creature exists to guard the treasure hoard, and you are not currently carrying anything of value in a way that this creature interprets that you are leaving it here. Oh, okay. So, um, gosh, I don't know. Um, let's see. I will. I will hold action a lightning bolt if, okay if it let's go continues to be aggressive like if someone else tries to come up and isn't able to reason with it because i mean we will die without oxygen or without getting out of this spot so potentially um do you want to try stepping backwards to see if it does anything yeah curiosity? that's a good idea um yeah i'll take that risk i guess okay i'll step out of its threat radius you step out and then you see its trident relax as the water elemental goes back, still fading back into the water. I'll leave it there. But can I attempt to communicate with it? Blah 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 blah. Yeah, sure. I'm just showing it that we we breathe air, and you know we're not water creatures. The armor-like carapace of this floating creature kind of just tilts its head at you. And uh, gives what the, you would equivalent to a shrug. Like, it's not my problem, bro. Oh, he dead. Okay. That would be my turn. Okay. Uh, who would like to go next? 
This is, I will say, this is more of a puzzle than a combat scenario. It could turn into a combat scenario. Oh, I can go then, if you don't mind. Sorry for the, sure. uh, the, the barking. One moment. Um, so, essentially, we're, we are underwater and we're not being crushed by the pressure? No. Hmm. Interesting. If I look up, do I see how, how deep we are? Uh, give me... What's your, your passive? It's 21. Mm, passive is 23. Okay. And I have Max, dark vision dark vision at 300 feet. Take 30 psychic damage. Ooh. 30 psychic damage. You make out what can only be described as the single largest illithid you have ever seen. Staring at you as if you were in some sort of crystal ball. You pierce the veil of this reality, realizing as your brain tries to cope, you're not a what, where, or when, as much as you have entered into a magical item. Interesting. So there is a massive illithid creature. Um, are we in a snow globe? <laughs> <laughs> uh yes <laughs> <laughs> i i wasn't gonna give it away right away but yes yes you are <laughs> the, to the outside observer as the camera pans out for all of our fans listening in youtube land and hopefully on spotify or somewhere else you see in the chamber room where Bayor the Cunning is sitting, there is an illithid sitting to his right, who is looking at the top of his staff, perched atop which is what can only be described as a child's toy that has been acquired, that he has turned into a portable treasure hoard. Uh, and he peers at you, his eyes blazing red, realizing that you have discovered the form and mode of this trap. Um, I, I'm going to take the little bit of oxygen that I have available to me, and I'm going to cast Dispel Magic. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> On what? On the globe. Okay. Are you swimming up to physically touch it? What's the range on it? I don't remember. Uh, here you go. 120 Got a, feet. Got a bad yeah, feeling about uh, this. Hold on. What? One creature, object, or magical effect within range. This is this is not how I planned for this to go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we we've been honey, I shrunk the kids, and and now we're about to explode. I'm going to say you would probably have to move to a corner of a map to cast it, but it could be cast. Okay. Um. I mean, I'm so pick, I'm, pre I'm pretty close. To, I'm pretty close to a corner as it is. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. If that's where you want to so, move, and you can make it. All right. So I mean, that's what, or or even just the edge. Yeah, even just the edge that would work. Five, Why ten, fifty. I mean, from that point, I, I'm I'm already there. It's a hundred and twenty foot range, right? Yeah. So, I cast dispel magic. 
Uh, okay. If it's if it's a third level or lower, it instantly ends. If not, I need to make a, a DC check for you. It's going to be 10 plus the spell's level. Okay. Uh, and then just I am going let, to... Let me I'm know when I need to roll. Yes. Go ahead and roll. Um, I'm going to say a contested arcana check, being that this creature is currently actively like observing this item seeing that you are trying to exert your will over its domain and your dc that you are looking for is 20. Uh, i have upped it a little bit outside the normal range of the spells due to the fact that it is a powerful magic item that is perfectly okay this is i have a plus 10 to my d20 roll so here we go here we go 23. oh Oh. my god okay hold on let me go back just a little bit. This is some tens. <laughs> Give me just a moment to load in the fence. Uh-huh. Have fun. As you burst into the throne room. Uh, oh, God. Small amounts of water spill onto the ground, and then massive amounts of treasure and stuff is spread through the room as this illithid snow globe on top of its staff explodes. Um, give me just like two seconds here to get everything set up because you have gone from a puzzle to a fight. So stand by. Oh my God, a fight? Oh my God. I'm so incapacitated. Yeah, I know. Uh... Let's Can we dine and dash? Just grab treasure and bail? <laughs> you know what, dude? I think that you have gone far enough in right now that uh you're out of the frying pan and into the fire. Um, yeah, this is not good. Sorry, there's a lot of things that are loading on this page. Uh, maybe if you guys want to shout out chat or something while I get this set up. Let's see, we got uh, still Mark and Toy Mafia and Abdulio in the chat. What's up, guys? I like this, though. Uh, look out for Liquid Snake. <laughs> That's a, that's a really good one. I enjoy that. Uh, oh, what layer am I? I'm on token layer. Okay. Delete. Delete. Um, there's not enough room in the chamber where I'm going to put you, so I'm going to put the core characters in there, kind of stacked in how I think that it would work. Um, and then we're just going to kind of negotiate from there because I'm curious to see how this plays out. Uh, here we go. Spilling out onto the floor. Down. Down. Oh, sorry. I need to wipe you guys from over here. Yep. Boop. Uh, straight down, Zach, where the nice blue line is. Uh, 
you la- all of you land prone in Beor's throne room, who slams a fist down on his chair, looking at you. Insolent interlopers. Do you know the damage you have caused? Uh, I guess someone who's not either Ozol, Marius, Burn, take a turn. <laughs> Sorry, so who, who's allowed to take a turn? Uh, either you or Stolas. Um... So, <laughs> I was going to ask before, the creature that was looking at us, is it this eye thing? No, that's a beholder, my guy. It, the say, creature it can't that hold you are searching for thing. is here. You see what can only be described as a lich mixed with an illithid. And could they... Can they could they make out um, what was... That I was with the party, I get like before. Um... Oh yeah, they they have okay. been watching you since you entered specifically that room. And being that you were not fighting or taking a hostile action, you appeared to be accompanying them. Uh, yes, it's, okay. it's a known. My entity. cover's blown. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'll use. Um, half my action right i believe to stand up or half my movement yeah half your movement so I'll, I'll stand up and um say well um i wasn't expecting to see you uh meet you like this but um how's the weather Bayor's eyes just flicker across the room and he roars uh, like silence staring down at you trying to figure out what to do as he looks over towards his main advisor um, who is in shock that this creature was able to destroy not only a powerful magic item uh, but the treasure hoard within Uh, roll initiative Uh, even me, if I'm... Oh, yeah. 16 yep. for Ozil. Oh, let me select my character token before I fucking do this. Uh, 14 for Zothus. Mario says an 11. Okay, I selected my character and initiative. <clears throat> uh, 18 for Brian. Okay. Stolas, I uh, don't know if you're muted, but uh, 21 for Stolas. Thank you. Sorry, I'm rolling several initiatives here. Uh, and you don't say. May or may, <laughs> may or may not be rolling more, depending on how things shake out. Oh, I didn't have him selected. While we're waiting for that, Abdulio is saying this is a, a party wipe scenario. This is a party wipe scenario. 100% agree. Oh, God. 
Um, I would like to take a moment to remind the party that you can flee combat. Uh, you can surrender. You can bargain. You can attempt to talk. Right? These these are all things that happen in D and D. You do not have to die. Uh, I'm not going to roll background accessory characters until shit starts popping off. Slow. Stolas, 21.17. You have the first action. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um. <laughs> the party's life is literally in your hands, potentially. Wow. Um, okay. Um, hey, take your time. Don't, don't feel rushed. Not right now. You need to take a second to think. Okay. Uh, I guess, uh, Solus is going to attempt to talk his way out of this and okay. plead with Baor not to kill us because we are surrounded by enemies. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Astolis is going to say uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to start this. <laughs> Oh, uh, Bayor, we we did not come here for treasure. We're not oh. interested in taking any of your goods. <laughs> we came for we came for Mr. Kojima here, and that's it. We really we really don't want to fight. Do you want to give me any check associated with that? And um, don't forget, some of you have still have greater enchantments left. That's true. Um, I guess I could do a persuasion. Sure. Okay, I will go ahead and roll for that. That twenty. Oh my. F he stares into your cute little owl eyes and is foolish. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Stolas, you touch the heart of Beor the Cunning, and he looks at you, pointing his massive paws, and says, You and you alone are free to leave. Go before I change my mind. Take with you, and he kind of gestures to Mr. Kojima, and be gone. <clears throat> Wait, I can't <laughs> pass on the floor. I didn't go in really. <laughs> 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 <What the hell? laughs> Stolas, what do you do? You have been offered 
a very, very thin, like, sheet of ice of kindness as your words touch this giant, buying your own life and Mr. Kojima's, who you mentioned by, by name, what do you do? Oh, shoot. <laughs> the pressure. Um... Uh, Stolas is going to kind of peer around for a moment. Um, <clears throat> he's really not the type to cut and run. However, uh, this situation is, it's daunting. He, if he leaves... The rest of the party is screwed. Um, so I guess he's going to try to entreat Bayor the Cunning. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, he's going to offer, he's going to take a knee and entreat to Bayor. Um, I am, am truly humbled by your display of, of mercy. But it would be a coward's actions to just leave my friends here. I am begging you to just let us leave here with Mr. Kojima. We will never come back. He, he scoffs, just kind of sitting back on his throne, realizing that he is holding all of the cards, right? Kind of drumming his fingers on a, a throne made of skulls, this kind of like dragon skull throne. Um, and he says to me, to you, you have nothing to offer me. You infiltrated the fence, made a mockery of my entire entire company you destroyed two levels and put a third in a disaster my can, kindness can, go ahead go ahead you can i not speak it, it's still still us's turn i was just going to respond oh, to her and then go on this is my kindness runs thin uh that's probably your whole turn. I'm going to jump to Burn since he has something to say. Burn. Go ahead. Did you mute yourself? That, that's all he can say. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I, was, I clicked mute. We have offered you something. We offered a chance for you to see the weaknesses in your defenses you this is a learning experience <laughs> uh, you can take master. you can take what we've done and now bolster your fence your guard if us group of adventurers can you know come in here and and 
uh, prison break Mr. Kojima, who's to say someone else isn't going to come do the same later? He nods in agreement. That is true. Letting you go would be a mistake. You could tell everyone that you penetrated my impregnable, impregnable f fortress. Nah, we won't say anything. You owe. He just kind of. On my honor. On my honor as a paladin, and before Bahamut, I tell you, Whoa. this tale will not be told. He nods slowly. Uh, I'm not going to give a response because I want to see what Ozal has to say as well. Uh, Ozal will um, say... Ozal knows his name, right? Like, we're aware of this guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Ozal will say, Lord Bayor, we ask that you forgive this intrusion and think what killing us would do. The war between our groups, our factions, would be massive. You begun this by capturing our captain. And we can put it into this here and now by you allowing us to walk free. And like my good friend Byrne said, you will be able to bolster your defenses for future entanglements. Beor the Cunning kind of looks at you and he says, Which company are you referring to? Does he not know about Bregan the Earth? Have you disclosed Bregan the Earth to him? Uh, he captured our captain. Right? He did? No, your captain infiltrated and was chosen to be taken. Oh, I thought you said it was captured. Willingly. Uh, oh. Okay, well, he's... Yeah, so I'll let him know that we are members of Bregan the Earth. And that a war uh, between our factions would be most costly and detrimental to both sides. He smiles as you mention the name Bregan the Earth. And he says, those ants that live on the sea... Like rats cling to a, a board after a ship goes down. Mean nothing to me. The Zentarum has been working on crushing them for some time. But you are someone I have heard of. As he looks at you, Ozal. Oh no, someone's at the front, front row. Door. Um, go on. An older man came to me and ask me for the space to create a magical weapon to overthrow Vecna so that he could rise to power. I was not in a position to say no. He spoke that an old man in white robes may make an appearance with a giant, an owl, an angel, and an elf. And now you sit here and plead for your lives after embarrassing me. I will not give you leniency. I will offer you the opportunity to run and we will hunt you. Give me like a head start. Yeah, that's what he is offering you essentially. To be hunted. I could be hunted. I'm good with that. 
He waves his hand at you. Is fly away, little bird. Is he talking to me or Stolas? All of you. (laughs) (laughs) Ozal will help pick Burn up. Damn, Ozal, you strong. I I, want to quickly say... um, To him... Don't get us killed. (laughs) I can offer... If you will no longer hunt us, I can offer to show multiple ways to improve your fence. There would be no word of your embarrassment ever spoken, and you would have a more secure facility in the future. He just kind of shrugs at you. He's not interested. I, uh... Turn away as quickly as I can, basically, and join the party. Okay. Marius, do you have anything you want to add before I take Baylor's turn? I'll just say it's his turn, and he just kind of inclines his hand to you, being that you're the only person who hasn't spoke yet. <clears throat> I just kind of look around, and I'm like, hmm. Well, I guess uh, we'll hope we'll never see you again. Hmm. He nods. He says, you're the angel that's hunted by the Bloodfeather clan, correct? You took an arrow in the chest, I believe? What? You're also hunted by the Sanguine Chalice, are you not? Who? Uh, That's 32 for insight. I mean, I'm acting quite nervous. I mean, yeah. So, I believe uh, that man died. I, I am different, Angel. <laughs> he does not believe you. His penetrating eyes, as his name sticks into your head, Bayor the Cunning. I will give you guys two turns to move as far as you can in a head start. So, those of you See, who have not deactivating the fence? No. Oh, well, that's not very fun. So we need... Someone should have thought about their actions before breaking into a facility and destroying a magical globe. Marius. How would I Uh, know where I would pop up? uh, You know. Stolas, Burn, and Ozal. Go ahead and take your movements. Oh, he's giving us like a... Like ten second head start. He's giving you a head start. I have not designated as to how far or how long. Uh, let's see. I don't want to waste that just in case. How big are the squares? Five feet, I believe. I have to double check with uh, the ruler tool here. Yeah, they're five foot squares. Okay. 
And I could dash, right? You could dash. You have your whole turn. Do keep in mind, if there is someone blocking your path, they are not necessarily plausible to you. So let me, uh... I guess it's only sporting to actually give you somewhere okay. to run. I could get to the fire. It's 60 feet. What is Burn's condition? He can't walk? Uh, let me or he just quickly. has one level of exhaustion, because that's not that debilitating. Well, that it's only just... lasts a round of combat, so I'm probably okay by now. Mm, haste. Because that was the last fight, and now we've had a whole conversation with this guy, so... <clears throat> okay. Sorry, did, do you want us all to move, sir? Uh, just the people who have taken their turns before oh, Bayor's turn. It is currently Bayor's turn. Uh, you choose a willing creature. When the spell ends, you cannot move or take actions until the next turn. Or wave. Yes, so you're good. Uh, you are cleared of your condition, Burn. Okay. Um, has everyone moved who is allowed to move? Stolas, Burn, Ozal. Actually, you said we could um, dash? I, f I didn't yes, see that can. that was a wall, so I'm changing my position to here. Oh, okay. Uh, Bayor gestures to you, Zolthus, uh, with a predatory gaze, and flicks his hand at you, as it is now your turn. I... Raise my eyebrow inquisitively at him as I look back because I've already turned away. Um, what do you require? The thrill of the hunt, my boy. <clears throat> I think he was just shooing you. I don't think he was yeah. trying to beckon your attention. Okay, I wasn't sure what that was. He's dismissing you. Um, I'm going to then, yeah, I'm going to basically book it. So I'm going to end up uh, just uh, over here. Uh, um, and I, on my turn, sorry, I'm going to say in the rings, uh, we need a way out of here, a ship, something. Zolthus, and, give me a perception uh, check as you are walking past. Actually, each of you has taken your turn. I'm so sorry. I should have handled this better. I forgot that there's treasure spread out of the room. If you want to try and steal something, I will allow you to make a sleight of hand check, but it may or may not have larger consequences. Oh, I mean, I think we're not going to get treasure, and we shouldn't, because we're already on the back foot, so... I'm just saying. I have a 13 um, side of hand, though. I mean... Okay, so well... Um, Abdulio donated a $10 super chat. It says, for Stolas managing to get a heartbeat out of a heartless monster. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Got an enchantment. Oh. Super chat. <laughs> Let's go. Are you going to try and steal something on your way out? Just like real sly. I fucking want to so badly, but Dude, just we've been giving a break, so I probably shouldn't. 
So I am going to not do that. There's probably um, some tracking spell on the treasure or some shit anyways. Th there is not. Uh, Zach, the answer to your question is yes. Okay. Um, Ozol will um, whisper into his crystal and uh, ask if Cthundrian can hear him. Uh, you hear a powerful growl back to you. Is it finally time? Um, Ozal will look around and um, whisper into the rings and say, um, I may have something to help our situation, but it is very drastic. Do you think that we need it now? And uh, he'll you, wait for feedback. Are you talking to us? The whole party. Yeah, to the party, yeah. Oh, um... You don't have drastic. many choices. Like, like nuclear level drastic. The nuclear option, if it were. Um... I don't know. Does this feel nuclear? I mean, it's probably a better alternative to getting slaughtered in here. Zach, this I mean, we have I a beholder, think. a lich, a giant... I thought we could, like... No, and we're past that. I can use my greater enchantment if we need to. <laughs> I thought we could like, get teleported back to Bregan's Earth. You have to be no, outside the shield Out of wall. the fence. Oh. Um, is there a reason why Marius hasn't moved to us? It's His turn is coming up, but I was offering someone a chance to steal treasure should they want to. Oh, okay. I'm going to wait to do what I need to do until Marius Thank you, is Marcus. Uh The Beholder and That was a good Hobbit reference, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Out of the uh, fire, into the fire, or frying pan. The, the beholder snaps at you, all of its eyes turn into your gaze, Marius, uh, as Bayor pulls on its leash. Uh, and he flicks his hand at you. He says, run, little fish, run. Well, I guess it's time to be going. <laughs> good, good day to you all takes a little bow and you know starts wandering back down the hall <laughs> as you're walking away uh 28 to hit oh yeah okay bayor picks a large actually he doesn't pick it up i guess it's magic he summons a large icicle and throws it straight at your back crippling your it? left wing what is where it? is your honor sir and he says, Oi. No flight for you. Uh, take 12 points of damage. Roger that. That was, that was dirty. That was dirty. I didn't like any of that. Yeah, Marius okay. is like, public enemy number one. I just can't seem to uh, to get away from any of these people. We just keep, you know, making more and more friends. So, you know, eh, we'll figure it out. You asked him. So. You just uh, you asked him for what a thank you and got thrown in jail and then man destroyed his treasure hoard. <laughs> Stole us back to you. Uh, I guess uh, Solus is first going to ask Ozal if he should move, because I don't know what your plan is. 
Yeah, Ozal will tell everyone to get behind him. <clears throat> you don't want to see how far we can make it and then do it at the last second? Oh, I mean, he's already attacking us. I feel like it's... We're, I mean, yeah, there, there's nowhere to go. We, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. It, like, the that. fence is closed. I thought we got two turns. Oh, you said go left? Okay, we'll go left. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So we're headed towards here. <clears throat> okay. Um. Okay, it looks like I can get right to the door-ish. So that's... I, I will also say, Stelas, you... You have an orb that controls the fence, but I will clear you a path should that you want to try and activate that orb on the fence. Oh, thanks. Yeah, just to I'll... remind you of your resource. Yeah, I will. Um, I'll move there. Sorry, I'm trying to do the. No, no, you take your time. This is a. <laughs> this is a big moment. Uh, this is one of those oh shit moments that sometimes you have to deal with as a player. Yeah. Um, Sad face. Okay, Stolas is going to uh, dash here. Unfortunately, I can't use an action this turn, so I can't really open the gate yet. Okay. Burn. Actually, you know what? I could do that. I could do that. Um, I'll move and then use Expeditious Retreat to get here as a spell. Oh, and dude, then I'll sad. use an action to open up the gate if I can. Uh, yeah, it's not an if you can do it. You know you can do it. It's a matter of time. If you remember before, the first time I said about it, there are two gates in between. Uh, I'm so sorry. The first one is here, starting on the map, because I took dynamic lighting off. That's why you can't see it. Okay. And it is an interlocking system. So as you enter this um, kind of uh, threshold, oh, I see. like holding area, one gate closes, the other rises. Uh, you also have to get to the fence, and it takes like roughly like 10, 15 seconds to open the fence all the way. As a secondary I get you. defense. Uh, I will say that you are currently in the airlock area, right? As that one gate opens, and after this round of combat, that gate will close. The next one will open, and you can use your action on the fence. So you're gotcha. between okay. two and three turns away from actually getting out. All right. <clears throat> burn. Okay, so Burn is going to move 60 feet to right here behind Stolos. Okay. <clears throat> Anything else you want to do on your turn, Bryn? Uh, I've dashed, so I don't think I can. Okay. Uh, will you private roll me a religion check? When you get that. Hey, uh, is it is it possible for me to do a um? Because I, I took an action just now, but can I do like a a slight help action towards Burn? Uh, if you have taken your action, no. Because okay, the help gotcha. action is technically a full action. How do I private roll you? A... Um, just roll it. I guess that's fine. Don't worry about it. You can just roll religion only. I'll tell you what it means later. Don't let me forget. A ten. That's not great. Uh, Ozal, what do you say slash do? Uh, Ozal will go five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. 
and I, let's see, gosh, I really want Marius to be behind me before I do this, um, but I also you don't want, action? yeah, I'll, I'll hold my action until everyone is safely behind me. Okay. And I'll end my, er, yeah, end my turn. Zolthus. Um, <clears throat> I can move 40 feet uh, without dashing, which would bring me to the side burn. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else more useful I can do with my action versus dashing feet. I don't think there is, but I, I, so I'm just gonna jo join Stolas then and uh, decide them. The heartbeat is a nice touch. And sorry, this is my uh, end of my turn there. In the, in the whispers. I, I also look back for Jace, hoping I could uh, find him, but I don't see him. I was hoping he is he, not here. He would join us. Marius. Alrighty, it's my turn now. Uh, <laughs> so I guess I'll just start moving. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55 to 60. And that is uh, my movement and my action. Uh, back to Ozil with your held action, sir. All right. Here we go. Uh, Ozol will um, look into his crystal and say, Cthundrian, you have been cursed inside this crystal for hundreds of years. Your service to me has now been fulfilled, and I unbind, un unbound you from this crystal. Your staff glows a bright red color as the visage of a bowing Magnus appears, ghost-like. And then your staff explodes with fire out the top. As you release the last of the obsidian dragons. What the, the hell is that? Of the fence. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Oh my lord. <laughs> no, that's lord? it. That's all I had. <laughs> I guess that would be my action, so yeah, I can't dash. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm good with that. Uh, you're also... Oh, I gotta put an aura out. Sorry, stand by. As Cthundrian enters the battlefield, if you are within a 60-foot radius of this creature, you're going to take fire damage. Oh my god, Ozol. <laughs> it happened again! <laughs> uh, not this turn, because he is still technically quote-unquote heating up. But yes, you, you will take fire damage if you are here for too long. Uh, which is convenient for you. 
I like the dragon noise. Can he even fit this in this man. place, or did he just bust the roof off? Uh, no, he is quite literally the largest creature. Uh, you hear Baor scream in rage as this dragon lands in the middle of the, the fucking town. Uh, it's... Oh, that's right. I thought we were in a building. I'm sorry. No, oh, no. It is jet black in color. Uh, it's obsidian skin glistening as it begins to burn. Oh, gosh dang it. He's so big. Um, Pause. What? Jesus. Dingus. Bayer's going to come running for you. Zoltar will also add... Around the survivors in perimeter create. <laughs> Soltis, your turn. Um, I suppose right now I will hold action until Stolas is able to get the door. Is that a um a yeah. viable hold action? Correct. Alright, I'm gonna hold action then for Stolas. Um, magic spells get launched. Fire has no effects to this creature at all. Uh, it is fully immune to its own element. Um, the Beholder launches this giant green ray, Ozol, that you realize is a disintegration ray. Uh, the magic bends as it hits Cthundrian's body. And you see the fa the spell fail, Marius. Hmm. Well, that's uh, quite the uh, the creature that was all held in his pocket. Um, dragon from the first <laughs> age, my guy. <clears throat> the force field here. Um, when we came through before, did we see how it opened and closed at all? Uh, yeah, you used an orb. Stolas has a control orb. Uh, you did not physically get to interact with it, so you're not fully sure how, like what options you have. Uh, but being that Stolas and Zolthus kind of got used to how a lot of the things in the prison work... Uh, I will say that you had those two specifically have a deeper understanding of this magical technology, I guess. Hmm. Now, What's up, can Paul? I just quickly add, I did watch Jace open it. Did it take down the whole barrier when he did that? Is I guess would be because I would have seen not. that. It opened a portion of the barrier. It opened a portion. But okay. you think, should you want to burn a greater enchantment? you could probably overload the shield. Okay. Uh, thank you. That, that's what I was just kind of curious about myself. Um, well, and I'm going to delay my turn then until uh, they're able to get something done. And maybe if they open a way, I can help us get through faster. Still us. You guys enter the 
gate on the right closes, the gate on the left opens. Uh, there are two clockwork watchmen whose attention are not on you as they come flooding into the corridor, uh, waiting for their turn to exit out the other side. Um, the flying snake will also probably go with them. I'm just going to put them over here. Um, what do you do? Um, does this section have a, a roof on it, or is it open air like the rest? Yes, it is. It is fully closed. Uh, there is a stone um, passageway that crosses over, and that stone passageway has arrow slits and spear slits uh, as a like secondary defense mechanism. Should someone get inside this airlock? Okay, so just just for clarification, so I know what I'm doing. Um. If I open this door, the one over there by burn will close. Uh, correct. Though, I will say your whole group is with you, with the exception of Ozol. Ozol is still on the inside of the fence. Um, and then the group of survivors, you have Snake, Kojima, and those people who could not fit in the airlock with you. Uh, but deactivating the, the shield uh, would be a great boon to everyone, because then fucking travel magic comes back online. I see. Okay, so um, gonna move here, I guess, and deactivate the shield. Okay, you move there and you use this kind of four-sided, um, spherical, melted-together orb. As you hold it up, your mind's eye, picturing before you a door unlocking. You see the option, as it were, to shut down the whole system. Will you please roll Arcana? Or, if you'd like to use your greater enchantment, you can just do it. Um, geez. Uh, I will try rolling Arcana. I hope this works. A 13? No ghost. Sorry. Damn. Uh, you see this complex web of magical energy that ties you to the orb and then spreads out from the orb. Uh, kind of like neural pathways in a way. Uh, you try to select the majority of the other threads in the area close to you and try to will them to disconnect from each other thus disbanding the shield. Uh, you do not have the mental capacity in this moment to do it. You can keep trying, uh, again, or you have your other option next turn, but that is your whole action this turn. Uh, you could attempt to pass the orb off to someone else uh, and try and let them use it if you would like and go from there. Uh, okay. What would you like to do? Um, well, uh... If there's anyone who's close to me who has a high skill in Arcana, that'd be great. Uh, I believe I still have an enchantment. Um, burn, burn. Your turn's next, technically. Before I get to use Ulthus, do you? Sorry, is there anything man. you would like to do? No, you're good. You're good. You're probably muted. Is it? Because <clears throat> I kind of want to run over to Ozol, grab him, and run back. Is that possible? 
the gate, the the portcullis that makes this airlock has closed behind you because you were oh, exiting. Shit. Can I just smash <laughs> open the door? You want to try and like lift the portcullis up? Yeah, I let all these people run through. Yeah, let's do it. You okay. have advantage on strength athletics checks being a Goliath. Uh, yeah. Give me two seconds. Let me refer to my dungeon master screen here. Um, this check is going to be very hard. What do you mean? That is the, so there's a difficulty DC scaling. Uh, oh, I see. Trivial is like a five. Like you, you pretty much have to completely fail not to get it. Easy's a 10, moderate's a 15, hard's a 20. Uh, you see where that goes from there. Uh, so you're so looking for a DC 25 strength check. Added big. Okay, so I've basically got strength like athletics. Almost nat 20 of those. No, not quite. Not quite. Okay. Uh, so. You you also again it is at advantage because you are one size larger when it comes to lifting, pushing, or dragging. Uh, this is definitely okay. lifting. So. Okay. Since I'm already in here and I don't have to move, can I try twice? Uh, let's start with <laughs> one. I guess that's see what how the two checks are. Yeah. Okay. Oh! Oh my god. Not only did you nat 20 it, you got the 28 on, you got like a nat 20 and then a one below. Hell yes. Burn's gonna, Burn's gonna dig his fingers under the, into the earth, under the portcullis gate, and just deadlift this thing so hard that he just throws it up and it locks in place <laughs> uh, thank you you beat me to it you with your powerful form the need to save your allies you power cling the portcullis up to your chest and heave it above your head the spikes digging into your hands that were once in the dirt you rise to your full uh, eight and a half, nine feet of height, you know, probably 10 or 12, holding your arms straight up as you hold the portcullis open. Hell yeah. No burn. That Ozone. was fucking awesome. Okay. okay, sorry, I had to step away for a second. My kid was uh, needing something. Uh, so, um, burn lifted this portcullis. Uh, I guess it had closed, so. Also, I'll move 5, 10, 15, 20. This is not a friend, I take it. No. Okay. Uh, tw uh, uh, 15, 20, 25, 30. And where is Burn? I don't even see Burn. He's down and to the left of you. There are some soldiers oh. waiting to move out uh, that were on the other side of the fence that are coming to this dragon's aid. This dragon's aid. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Coming to fight this dragon. The, the dragon is not on their team. Yeah, they're they're like so caught off guard by this giant dragon. They're not even paying attention to us. That should probably be a bigger cone, huh? Okay. Um, so we can cross this threshold that did get opened, or no? Uh, you Stolas is the last point on that line, trying to open the door. Okay. Um. Do we think a dispel magic would work to help to do that, or no? You do not. Do not think it would work, or do you not know? You do not think it would work. Okay, gotcha. Um, 
Huh. Well. And this is Carol from HR? Or no, she's with us. Okay. Um, yeah, she's in love with Kojima, guy. Come on, keep up with the B-plot. No, sorry, there's two of the same models. That's why I was like, oh, she yeah, sorry. There? They're just generic okay. card one and two, right? Um, I one would want to cast a spell, but I feel like it's better to just continue moving forward, right? So you want to hold your action? Uh, yeah, I'll hold action um, if I need to cast a fireball. Okay. I will. Boom. Your second turn. Uh, can you please roll me a d6 to activate one of Cathundrian's abilities that is associated with this giant 60-foot radius? Uh, you want me to roll that? Yes, please. Sure. Uh, a one? That is a worst-case scenario for you. Everyone within the field takes oh, 2d10 fire damage. Uh, Everyone in the whole fence? Anything in the yellow. Oh, wow, that's uh, huge. Okay. Yeah. That's For fine. a total points of 11 points of damage. I'll just take it. I'll go down to three temps. Um, and then Cathundrian opens his gullet and spews oh! a 90-foot cone of fire back towards Bayor. Please roll me yes. 15 d10. Let's see. 15. Let's see. 1, 5. D10. 91. 91. Will it also set his personal place on fire as well? Which would yes, be the palace goes Fantastic. up. Excuse me while I delete a couple guys here. This very much reminds me of the Return of the Jedi where he's like, you know, you got a lot oh. to lose, Jabba, if you don't take this deal. I really wish I grabbed that treasure. It's probably going to kill Bayor anyways. Uh, Not quite. His <laughs> This retinue right here is quite sturdy. Um, each of these guys is bloodied, though. Can Ozal lob that fireball, too, while we're at it? Uh, I'm, is that what you were going to do? Do you have line of sight? Because there's do. a building here. There's a wall. Oh, is there? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's I guess my line of sight would be if anyone's coming. <clears throat> I'm, Are those I'm walls still standing up in that cone? Um, the, uh, if you, I, well, I can describe, should that you would want me to. It is a stone fortress. Um, a citadel, if you will. As the fire is breathed down, uh, you see a cone of cold extend from Bayor's hand to try and extinguish the flames as it comes out of this dragon's mouth uh, as a defensive reaction. Um, his ice that pushes back against the fire is literally turned to steam. Jesus. Uh, as this fire washes over him. Um, all five of his honor guard are now bloodied. Uh, not just half health, but, you know, literally down to the last fourth of their health. Get wrecked. Um, yeah. Beor used his reaction. Uh, you see him summon a large spear of ice and chuck it towards Cathundra. Uh Oh, shit, that's a critical hit. Zach, roll me D100s, please. Uh, ice just turned to steam. Well, I mean, the fire's out right now. Yeah, but give me yeah, one second. Let me let me just giant. double check something real quick. No, you're good. I had to ask. So, oh, it's okay. The fire that Cathundrian did would it um, have burned down? I don't know if you can see my little arrow, but this thing in front of me. Uh, like, can no, I see Bayor because he's a giant? Also, no, you cannot. He is inside the citadel. There's I like see. a whole okay. walkway. Sure. You said um, uh, D100. 
Yes. The stone on the outside is like molten red, and there are some small fires inside. Bayor, being a large ice giant, is trying to combat this. He critically hit with a range Yeah, sorry, weapon. I'm trying to... Uh, 14? <laughs> Excuse me. 14. That strikes Cathundrian in his left eye uh, as this chunk of glass gets lodged in there. Um, you see his eye turn from this reddish black to a whitish color uh, as he has blinded in the left eye. Zolthus. All right. Um, I am going to... My Arcana is not any better, but I only have a plus one to that. You wanna... I'm going to... a greater enchantment? Yeah, I'm gonna, um, move next to Stolas, and I've, I've recognized that they have failed the opening the force field. Yes, their, their warlock right. face has fallen in frustration. Right, so, uh, I'll look towards them and say, let me give it a try. And I'll activate the ob the orb, uh, the key, and use my greater uh, enchantment that we were given, I believe, by Abdulio a couple episodes yes, ago. Thank you very much. And uh, we're going to destroy, take down the entire forest field, um, which should allow everyone in the party to teleport. The only question yes. I have, do we have to touch a survivor to teleport them? You do not. I will describe for you what happens uh, as you are now technically safe. The force field, much like in episode one, where the Gungans have their giant bubble shield out, retracts, disappearing and scattering in a very large cult light. Your rings begin to glow a pale white color as you hear Arthur's voice initializing okay we're getting you out but just a just a moment you hear arthur's real voice and then it takes over back into this mechanized sound that you have come to hear as you disappear in a puff of smoke folding in on yourself the last thing to disappear your ring ozal as your teammates around you mr kojima Snake, the druid party, not the druid party, the uh, the drow party disappear. You are the last to go. You see Cthundrian flex his wings, his mighty giant wings. And with a flap, everything around him begins to topple and fall as he takes off into the sky. Wow, that was so beautiful. Love I feel good about bringing a dragon. Love that guy. That was fucking uh, awesome. He is no Pardon my French. in your setup. So we will have to talk after stream as to how that changes you as a player. Uh, or when you have free time. Uh, allow me a moment as I drag yeah. you to your extraction point. Copy. All I have to say was that was amazing. 
Thanks, and man. also scary. I've had that <laughs> since the beginning of like season two. He hasn't and... been a dragon the whole time. Though. Well, well, but has, you know what I mean, like the ability to free him. But it was like basically a break in a case of emergency. You find yourself at sea on a boat you are not familiar with, helmed by a captain who is both charismatic and wily. Storms above you in the harbor. In the distance, you see a blue light fading into the sky as the shield high up on the mountain fizzles out completely. Cathundrian flying into the storm. The building's on fire. A real Kodak moment. And you land on the boat. Who would like to go first? Also, what masterful job not getting killed. I appreciate Jesus it. Christ. it was a good attempt. Well, shout out to Stolas with that clutch roll and uh, Ozal with that dragon. Dude, and burn? And burn. Burn. With that fucking oh, yeah. 28, burn 29? The, what the fuck? That, that roll too, yeah. That burly that boy. Hell yeah. He ate his Wheaties. That's with the T. Wheaties. <laughs> yeah, the fantasy cereal. Um... Okay, there we go. Sorry, oh. you're looking for someone um, to do something? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Burn's going to collapse and fall asleep. Yeah, same with Ozol. Ozol's like not quite sure what all this means so um yeah he'll uh, walk to burn and grab his things from the bag of holding they're not attuned but he'll just kind of place the cloak on and place the glove on and then basically just lie down on the deck breathing heavily like holy shit we almost died <sighs> it seems to will, just keep uh... Collecting ahead, want, wanted uh, statuses everywhere we go. <laughs> what is with this place? Well. I'll, uh, when I land on the deck, I'll look up and quickly think in my mind, I should have taken that treasure. And then, uh, look up towards the helm, uh, towards, is that the captain here? There is a single person on the deck. All right, I'll uh, look towards him and say, Greetings. I suppose you were expecting us. Uh, the man in the tricorn hat with a large cane and blue frock looks down at you and he says, Well met, Zolthus. I am your extraction man, Frederick. Ah, I knew a Frederick once. He was a good man. Unfortunately, he's no longer here. He must not have been very great, then. And he, he oh. kind of waits, waits for the pun, and then he looks back, and you see Basilisk just shake his head. Ah. <laughs> well, he was... Good at many things, but unfortunately he was a bit clumsy. 
and I'll uh, take a step towards um, Ozol and uh, these little crates here. They are crates. I'll take a seat on the crate and... Uh... Frederick slams his staff against the railing. Don't sit on that. Nope. I'll, uh, before I finish That's a sitting, contingency I... plan. It will go off, and I promise you it will not be good. Alright, I, uh, hit, turn away, and I see everyone gathering up by him, so I suppose I do want to hear what they're saying, so I come and sit on the edge of this boat. Careful! Don't fall in. Ah, uh, never. Captain Durden will approach you, Marius, uh, as Zolthus kind of goes off. I guess Marius and um, Burn here. Although Burn is sleeping, I guess. So just Marius. Uh, Matron Mother's in extends a bag out to you. Oh, well, 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 thank you, madam. She just kind of shakes her head, staring at you, mortals. This is for helping us get to where we needed to be. My son, and she kind of looks over towards Captain Durden, said that you needed payment for our extraction, and you did adequately. <laughs> the word kind well. of biting itself towards the end. Well, we managed to stop them from whatever craziness they were doing with that magical gear. Uh, somehow managed to end up getting away with our lives. So, yeah, yeah I'd say Adequate's okay as he, you know, takes the, uh, the bag. Uh, it is a bag of holding, just as a heads up. Ooh. Your payment is inside. Uh, and... Mother Zinn will cross the deck back to her kin, uh, and Cap they will file below deck. Captain Durden, uh, do you know what's inside the bag? Because unless I turn it inside out, uh, I have to know what item I'm trying to retrieve. Uh, he extends to you a list with a smile. <laughs> Thank you. That will help greatly. I begin perusing the list then. Uh, yeah, there's a couple things on here. Uh, you want to start typing? I'll, I'll tell you what they are. Uh, uh sure. Let you me... Of course... Okay, I'm on the treasure page. Go. You, of course, get the bag of holding. Um, next to your name, it says Feather Token. Okay. Next to Burn's name, it says Flame Tongue. Next okay. to Ozal's name, it says Figurine of Wondrous Power. Does it say what type? It does not. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have him roll for it, so it's fine. Um, next to Stolas's name, it says Helm of Telepathy. And then okay. next to... Zolthus's name, it says Necklace of Adaptation. Okay. Um, 
that is your treasure loot. I was going to, I had more to give out, but unfortunately things went pear-shaped. So thank you for writing that down, by the way. I was going to say, was that the uh, boss room, sorry? The, so, in which one? I'm so sorry. That was for your payment from Mother Zin for extraction. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, Captain Durden, uh, how do you feel about now Bregan the Earth being in opposition of Zen the Zentarum leadership directly? He kind of just shakes his head, um, and you can see he's, like, pinning out a very long scroll um, on a notebook. Uh, his words, as he writes them, kind of the ink fades into the paper and turns into a black splotch and then disappears. Um, the rain seeming to have little to no effect on this paper as well. Uh, and he says, I'm giving our report right now to Jarl Axel. Uh, he has not responded to anything I've said yet, so I have a feeling he's decently upset. I would say so, and uh, it doesn't sound like we are in the best position based on the amount of power they have consolidated there. Any idea where exactly on the sea we are? We took this massive portal that transported us to that island. Uh, he says, we are ten days from home. This vessel is magic, being that Frederick the Great is the only one who can drive it currently. Uh, and we are making all haste. Is it concealed? No. Mm. It is not the wave cutter, he says with a bitter tone. That does not bode well. No, especially since we let a spy slip, according to what Jarl Axel has said. A spy of whom I shared a cell with, as he looks down at Burn. Hmm. Lovely. Well then, I'm going to go and try and conceal my position as long as possible, now that I have a <laughs> another faction out over my head. So... Uh, would you like me to inquire about it, Master Radari? I believe he said that the group was called the Blood Feathers. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like there's the Blood Feathers, the uh, Sanguine Chalice, Sanguine Chalice, and, and the now the Xantharum. Which I have uh, no what? idea who I have upset in the Blood Feathers. I've never heard of such a faction. I have not heard either. either. I would assume that they are a mercenary group hired for assassinations, but that's just a hunch. Well, the maybe, that, they're, yeah, the, the say, maybe they're the ones that you. shot me. Yes, that was exactly what I was thinking, too. It was a blood red arrow fletching on the back. So, I'll be below deck, and if you can't open my door, don't be surprised. I'll be sitting inside of a uh, Liam and Steiny hut. He nods. And that's what I go do. Okay. Uh, go ahead and put yourself, I guess, in any of the lower rooms. Maybe this one. Boop. It's kind of a single room, I guess. I don't know. You choose. Um, Zoltis, I feel like I cut you off. You go back and sit. Was there anything else you wanted to, to say or do? Uh, no, you're good. You didn't come out. Uh, 
just was kind of waiting to see what happens with the crew here and um or what what uh snake and kojima say because i'm curious what the, the reason there was basically i do have something for you actually <clears throat> as you poise yourself against this uh boat you slip your hand into your pocket and realize there was a vial like a small jar glass jar that you stole uh from captain jace's uh, like trick desk where it kind of had like the folding hinges and like this little smuggler's compartment uh it is a eight inch wide 18 inch tall jar filled with a green liquid as something odd floats inside almost like an organ uh do i recognize it uh you do not but you do have friends who can recognize magical things and i um at least recognize that it's magical so i at this time uh put it back into my pocket or into my pouch sorry and um <clears throat> the I will beckon Ozal um, to come because I am maybe a little concerned of what this could be. Maybe it's we've been tracked before. I don't know magic things that well, so I, I will beckon Ozal to to come over. Actually, with that and um, uh, show show uh, it to him. Actually, so I won't I won't put it in my pocket. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, oh, talk to you. Yes, I have uh, <laughs> something I need you to identify. Yes, Master Elf. Let me take a look at it. I hand it to him and uh, say, "This is from Captain Jace's desk. It's some sort of organ." I want to be sure before we bring it anywhere that it shouldn't go. Um, we'd be looking at, uh, identify or detect magic for this one, probably. Well, it depends how much information you want. Um, yeah, I'll do identify okay. as a ritual. Two minutes pass, because uh, it's one minute plus the casting, yeah. another minute, right, for ritual. And you hear the soothing voice of Theperos. In your mind, as your staff pulses a golden light color. Um, Master Ozo, this is a very interesting magic item. It is concealed within a magic jar. It appears to be acid uh, with an organ suspended in it. It seems to be some sort of hybrid human slash dragon organ that could be surgically implanted into someone's mouth giving them a permanent bonus action to spew forth whatever I'm assuming acid uh, as a breath weapon. Uh, it wow. seems to be a 20-foot cone. Oh, I love cones. That'd be a cone. Yeah, I'll explain this to um, um, our master elf here and um, hand it back. Lastly, you also gain resistance to acid damage permanently. Oh, I want upon that installation. So <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. A wonderful find, Zothus. If 
Very good. And I appreciate your restraint not pickpocketing as we escaped. And uh, Ozal will, I guess, just sit in this boat and just kind of lay down for a second. He's exhausted. There's a whole lower deck, too. Oh, is there? Yeah, okay. I'll do that. I will say, um, if you will excuse me, I must retire, Master Elf. And Ozal will bow to Frederick and uh, ask if he may be assigned a quarter beneath deck. Take whatever your fancy is. He pulls his tricorn hat, spilling water everywhere, and gives you a sweeping bow, gesturing to the the decks below. Uh, We are here for your comfort and transportation needs, as he sets his hat back on top of his head. Sweet. I'll take this um, towards (laughs) the rear of the ship. You walk into Frederick's captain's quarters. (laughs) Oh, my bad. I didn't know that. Okay, we'll go to the next one, I guess. You walk into Frederick's dressing room, which is also a second captain's quarter. Okay, um, I, so I guess there's that front <laughs> quarter where Marius is. I guess I'll go in here. Sure. There you walk go. into the tri-bunk room. You don't want to stay in the captain's quarters? This is the comfiest bed? Uh, no, I wouldn't there. Okay. That's very polite of you. He, he uh, can before, only drive. It's not like he can leave the wheels. So. Yeah, before I enter the, um, I guess to lie down for a moment, uh, I'll press the digitation. Uh, if you recall, when I entered the prison, I soiled myself up, so clean off and yeah. get nice and clean and change into my robes and lie down. You just throw your old robes out into the water? Or whatever your your soiled rags were? Oh, yeah, if it's the prison rags, yeah. Perfect. You throw prison rags into the water. That won't come back to haunt you. Oh, okay, well, I don't want to do that then. What the hell? <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm scared I'm about sorry. everything. I don't want to be Sorry. in another snow globe. That, that was entrapment. Just let him right in. I'm just teasing. I'm just. I just I'm scared, you, Cody. I have, I have you, PTSD. You use your. That's the last thing I want. Truth be told, uh, I'll burn uh, the rags. I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say whatever your cantrip is, your fire cantrip, and yep. they just engulf into ash, blowing into the wind, leaving a trail behind the boat. Um, yeah. Ozal will grab a. Uh, before he sits down, he'll just light a pipe and um, just relax there's, for a moment. There's Dasani water in the room. Uh, it says Dasani. It's an elvish water, if you're curious. Very good. And, uh, yeah, Vor will uh, appear and we'll just kind of rest for a moment. Like I said, it was a very taxing uh, situation for Ozal. Yes, you feel as if a piece of yourself is missing, letting Cthundrian out. 100%. But it was for the good of the party, so we're good. Stolas? Hey. Let's go. What's up, dude? What are you up to? Uh, Solus is going to go up to Burn and kind of like push on him with his little bird feet. Burn. You karate kick him. Burn, wake uh, up. Uh, what? What are you? Some kind of Philistine? Go sleep in a bed like a normal person. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's a good pull. Biblical, some would say. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't find the strength. I'll crawl. Burn also starts to crawl. And, uh. <laughs> is there, um. Is there space under the stairs, or are they, like, solid? You want to curl up under the stairs? <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> Okay. Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, there's like cargo and stuff, but sure. 
you uh you Harry Potter your way under the stairs into a little nest of crates uh, that burst under your immense Goliath form as they create a nice bed of what can only be described as straw. Debris. There you go. Yep. D the Debris. <laughs> you rolled me a religion check. Do you want to do that now or at the end of the session? Oh, uh, yeah, let's do that now. Okay. While Burn gets comfy. Stolas, do you have anything else? Yeah, uh... <laughs> Stolas's original intention was to get Burn to go below deck because he snores so loud. So <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna fly up to the bird's nest and hell yeah. That's where he that's where birds go by definition. So there there is actually a small a canopy. Uh, it is a it's got like a little bit of like a straw roof on top, and you find oh man, it's perfect. There's like. Not only other birds, birds droppings in some of the corners, <laughs> but like used fish carcasses. You can just like kick one off and it lands on the deck, hitting like dirt on the head or something. But it's perfect. There's a perfect wind. You're out of the rain. Some it eggs. is very home. Some some remnants of feathers from other like there's some like raven feathers and some seagull feathers and some owlin feathers. It's very cozy. Nice. <laughs> By by bird terms, not by people terms. It's not a people place. Well, he's a bird, so it works out. Okay. He's got, he's he's still kind of nervous about being being hunted down and murdered, so uh, he's well, going to keep an eye out for any any sort of pursuers. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll resolve that probably towards the end of the session to see uh, you know mission debriefing with some other characters, and we'll see how that rolls out. Yeah. Yep. Being that Ozal just loosed a dragon in, inside the, the fence. Um, you drift off into effortless sleep, Burn, in your armor. It's, you know, for us big guys, it's that perfect, like, 67 to 69 degrees, somewhere in there. In this, you know, outside the wind chill, of course, right? Uh, your, your armor's well insulated as you kind of, but it also breathes. It's like a sport material, if you yeah. will. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you fade off to the distant rumbling of thunder, reminding you of your home in the mountains where you grew up. Um, there is another clad figure standing atop the hill, resembling your armor almost perfect, as if he's one of your order. As you approach him, he looks over... The mountain peak down to the valley, seeing the little towns. And he nods to you. Oh. <clears throat> I, I nod back, I guess. Shield brother. Shield what is our brother? purpose as paladins? <clears throat> to protect those who cannot protect themselves? And what is your oath? My purpose? Well, I promised that I wouldn't, <clears throat> I wouldn't let what happened to me befall anybody else. My town was slaughtered by a group of 
bandits. So I travel and make sure that those <clears throat> not strong enough to defend their homes can fight off anyone who comes to do them harm. He, he nods in a non-committal way, acknowledging your words, but not fully accepting him them, if you will. He says, the tenets of vengeance are four, and they are as followed. Fight the greater evil. When faced with the choice of fighting my sworn foes or combating a lesser evil, I choose the greater evil. And a chorus of voices sings out as he says it the oath resonating as you recognize your tenets of vengeance no mercy for the wicked ordinary foes may win my mercy but sworn enemies do not by any means necessary my qualms cannot get in the way of my exterminating my foes restitution it falls if my foes wreak ruin on the world, it is because I have failed to stop them. I must help those harmed by their misdeeds. You had an opportunity tonight to fight the greater evil or die in the line of battle. Your oath is intact, though you skirt the lines of your oath, brother. His helmet kind of turns to look at you. Should you break your oath, Bahamut's power will leave you. He gestures behind him as the mountains shift, moving into a dark forest with a singular road. At the end, it branches into a fork. And he says to you, should you break your oath, I offer you the path of an oathbreaker. For good, for evil, you would no longer be down, bound by the tenets, but be a force unto yourself. Embrace it or not, your path is your own, and I stand with you. The mists kind of creep into him as your vision fades and you suddenly wake with a jolt back on the boat under the stairs. Wow, that was intense. <clears throat> Hell yeah, brother. I don't, I don't really know what I did wrong. You had a chance to fight Bayor and chose to run. The definition of a greater evil, my friend. I mean, okay, no, I got it. Right? It is but a warning, right? Yeah. You also have not offered Bahamut any praise on our trip yet, Cody the Dungeon Master says. But that's between yeah. you and him, not between me and you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't. I guess Burns going to do that now. Oh. Well. Yeah, tell me about Burns' rites and rituals to his dragon god. How uh, how do you 
uh, praise him, <clears throat> them, it? Um, I mean, normally it's by spilling the blood of his enemies. So Hell yeah. I guess Burns is going to uh, take a, a minute to just quietly pray in this little nook that he's found himself in. Please, dear God, please tell me what you say. I am interested. Oh, um, just give me like a one-liner. Like, is it like a hail mary? Like, hey, Bahamut, uh, miss you, buddy. Uh, it's burn. Okay, bye. <laughs> or is it like more in depth? Bahamut, forgive my failures, and guide my sword to bring you glory. Let's fucking go. Nice. Uh, yeah, as you take your full rest, you regain the entirety of your spell slots per the norm. Um, as you kind of hear a distant roar of a dragon, maybe it's Cathundrian, maybe it's the wind, who knows? Um, but you complete your rites and rituals as a paladin. All right. Anyone have anything else before we move on? Um, how much you said we're going to move on? How much time are we going to spend? before like days. is the move on is time okay i do not have an encounter um, planned it's just kind of smooth sailing back perfect yeah ozal is going to take this time um sorry let me uh you're good pull up what i need to do um i got a bunch of spell scrolls before we left the um the original town so uh ozal is going to take these few days to uh add to his repertoire let's see clairvoyance tongues augury and detect thoughts perfect as long as they are wizard level spells you can cast them right yeah they are okay yeah so and i had already yeah. beforehand uh done gift of alacrity before we left so that's the nice. only one left you uh do re mi faso with your cube or crystal thing and uh put in your magic spells go ahead and drag them across Yep, I'm gonna try to do that. Sorry for the people watching us and get a little weird for a second. That's okay. Uh, I, yeah. I, since I just in this first night, since I don't have to rest as long as the others, um, I am gonna step. Do, do Snake and Frederick talk, or is he just hanging out with them? Oh yeah, it's they're like old combat friends, and they kind of sell like try to one each up other on stories. Um, snakes are very all like practical, realistic, uh, tactical espionage stories about him being sneaky and getting in and getting out, and about how the fence was kind of a, a scuffed project from the very beginning. Uh, but he's glad that things worked out. And Frederick the Great, all of his stories are fantastical beyond belief and just full of puff and smoke. You're not even sure what to believe and what not to believe, but he's an excellent storyteller. Um, I'll uh, I'll listen to them chatter along this for for a while, and then um, I'll maybe go up to Snake, since he seems to know a few things, and ask him quickly. As I un uh, uh, roll up my sleeve, itching at my eye, I ask, "Do you know if anyone can do anything about this?" Uh, showing the brand that I have from the Zintarum. Uh. Frederick kind of looks over his shoulder, uh, standing at the wheel, just kind of 
pointing his staff in the direction he wants the boat to go and then turning the wheel for fun and it does nothing and snake kind of cocks his serpentine head uh, and they both kind of look at each other as you get two huge grins come across their face and almost in unison they say we could cut it off <laughs> you two uh you two shouldn't hang out that often i feel like you'd be trouble it, it won't hurt at all where well, i could i could put you to sleep with my venom and then with frederick's cane sword he could just cut it off how much alcohol do you have uh not enough uh messing with you. i wouldn't I at least, I'm sure I could find someone to remove this without losing the arm. I'm afraid that that, my dear boy, as Frederick kind of, po like, not only, like, pokes his finger intrusively, but, like, just slams his finger down right where it's at. That, my dear boy, is a brand. Best of luck, you made a covenant. Not only is it magical, you made a pact. Can't some powerful magic... Have it removed? I'm sure you could, but it's going to cost you something else on top of whatever it has already cost you to get that brand. Let alone the Zentarum probably having a rough idea where you are at all times. Yes, maybe, maybe not. I could be wrong. That's part of the reason I wanted to get rid of it. We could cut it off. He says with a, just a too eager grin. What about sh shaving the skin? <laughs> we could try. <laughs> he, like, mm. halfway draws his cane sword. I will have to find... Review other options first, but... You might want to report that one to Jarlaxel. That might be a security breach. I don't plan on keeping it hidden. I want to... I'm sure he may be able to point me in the direction. Someone on the float must be able to help. Oh, I'm sure you could make a pact with a great many people. I my, myself once had a pact with a succubus. You know, she used to live in my dressing room. Oh, kind my. Of like, <laughs> raises his eyebrows. It was quite the fanciful flight, if I may say myself. Snake just shakes his head. He's like, he's full of shit. <laughs> I, uh, I'm laughing at their stories once again, chuckling at them, but, uh... You'll have to tell me uh, more of those details uh, another time. But <laughs> I still uh, have the book on how to summon one should you want to use it for your own <laughs> nefarious needs. I'm sure you could make a pact with her. Her name's <laughs> Stacy, if you're curious. Uh, I feel like I've uh, been down that road once before. <laughs> uh, yeah, they both just kind of shake their heads at you not not willing to believe you but not not willing to believe you alright uh, uh I feel like that's it for now definitely not the answer I was uh, hoping for but I'll uh, retire to the the quarters below and uh no, Frederick before. drives this thing the whole time yep Screw it, I'm gonna go to the captain's corner. Yeah? In his dressing, dressing room. room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there I'm are gonna... soft moans from the other side of the walls, uh, you know. Oh, no, okay. As I hear the moans, I turn around and I go and join Ozal. 
and uh, the bed, the bed across from him here. Uh, do you have any soft bones? Uh, no. While <laughs> while we're in this journey, um, Ozal will test uh, the casting of Augury as a ritual. Oh, um, Augury says by casting, um, uh, using a divining tool, you receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30... Uh, well, that's kind of lame. Uh, I guess just to test it out, I'll just... Uh, the Augury that I'll ask is... Um, our travel within the next half hour if it'll be uh, good or bad the dm chooses from the following possible omens wheel for good result wool for bad result wheel and woe for both good and bad results nothing for results that are especially good or bad uh and the spell doesn't uh, take into account any possible circumstances that may change the outcome such as the casting of additional spells or loss of a companion loss or gain of a companion uh you get kind of a, a non-committal shrug from the dungeon master. There is nothing bad in your immediate future in the next 30 minutes. Yay. Perfect. Sweet. Yeah, it works. The bros kind of shakes their lion-esque mane as they inform you of this. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to do. Marius, anything for you before we move on? Well, no, it's uh, negative. I'm going to focus on trying to recover my my spells and uh, get some healing, and then uh, I'll have another thing or two for the next day. Um, okay, yeah. Well, I, this is the whole, like, 10-day trip, so if you oh, have something oh, you want to do, just lay it out for me, my man. Oh, gotcha. Um, so... So, I think uh, the which uh, let me say I, sorry I need to check and Watch see out. if I have all the uh, all of the components, components required. Yep. Yeah. So I do have the material components for one legend lore, but mm. that's probably not something um, not something that we want to do just yet. Um, no, I'm good. I'll come back to you if I if I think of anything. I just have a question for maybe for the audience. Is is Marius was he injured permanently with this flight or? No, it's a okay. it's a well. Hold on. Let me refer to my chart here. It was a critical hit for um. It was not. Yeah. You didn't you didn't say it was a critical hit. That's why I called my damage type on you. Uh, I'm going to say no, because I didn't clarify it earlier. It was a critical hit, but I did not specify. Uh, Marius, your wing mends over the next 10 days. Uh, no issues cost permanently. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Of course. Um, yeah, that's what I got. You guys make your way back on the boat. Making your way downtown. Floating fast. Faces passed, and now you're homebound. Um, let's My. get y'all grouped up here. Uh, group choice. Would you is rather this go... Go ahead. Is the ship shaped like a shoe? Why is there a gap there? <laughs> why indeed, my dear boy. Why indeed. Uh, technically, there's 
two separate entrances. Uh, one is through the cargo hold, which is the stairs that kind of come down. And then the cabin underneath the captain's deck is where the captain's quarters is. Okay, sorry, had to ask. So go ahead. No, you're good. Would you prefer to head to town or to talk to Jarlaxle first? Captain Durden's suggestion is to speak to Jarlaxle first, but... Yeah, we'll do that. It oh, ultimately we, we weighs should, with you. We should go back to him. Agreed. I think, yeah, we should talk to him because of my, my brand, especially. Okay. Uh, Frederick the Great steers his ship, docking it at the Abomination, uh, meeting you part way to escort you back, um making sure that you have no troubles at all finding Mr. Jarlaxle for his little talk that he is going to have with you shortly. Um, come on. Fucking move. Okay. Paste. Or maybe not. Oh, sorry. I don't know how attuning works. Do you, how does that work? You, you spend, spend time two focusing hours. on an item. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it becomes your friend. So I don't think I've done that with anything. Uh, you can only do that with one item at a time, right? Three items uh, total. Correct. Three items okay. total for total. One so at a time. I will take two of those hours during our journey back to attune to the necklace of adaptation. Uh, it allows me. It's a wondrous item. Uh, while wearing this necklace, you can breathe normally in any environment. You have advantage on saving throws against uh, made against harmful gases and vapors such as cloud kills, stinking clapics, inhaled poisons, and breath weapons of some dragons. Nice. So this includes water? Sure. Like, I could also breathe in water? You could. Okay, cool. All right, thank you. That's actually a good idea. I totally forgot. Um, I think that you had given me a helm of telepathy before. I did. I just, so, uh, you just got it, I think, if I remember correctly. It was part of your treasure hoard. Yeah. I'll go ahead and uh, tune to that then. Sick. Uh, do you know how to drag that into yours, or do I need to drag it over to you? Um, I don't know how to do that, so. Okay. I will handle that shortly then. Oh, four's already on the board. Okay, you. Uh, go ahead and move over, Zach, to the the very common meeting room. I'll probably drag it over towards the end of the episode, Thini, or maybe at the end. That's fine. Thank you. Uh, of course. Uh, you arrive on the flotilla to see a frustrated Jarlaxle sitting at the map table, working with a compass and pencil, uh, plotting out additional movements. They have used... Uh, your planosphere to pinpoint Zentarum outposts that they can, that are not cloaked, uh, as well as persons of interest that may or may not have escaped. Um, as you guys enter, kind of taking your spots, uh, Mother Zin kind of comes in, bowing towards Jarlaxle. Jarlaxle nods to her. Uh, she will take her seat at the table next to him. Would any of you 
like to offer me an explanation as he looks around the table? My, my eyes dart towards Marius, uh, but that's about it. Well, you know, things went pear-shaped rather quickly. Hmm. I, I quite like the shape of a pear. Mm. Not in this scenario. Well, yeah. It's... So, I mean, getting there, we managed to infiltrate and uh, convince them that we were joining them and, and go to the field. Uh, we were... However, not warned that they had such a insanely powerful compound. Their leader is this massive storm giant creature. Uh, what was it Baylor the Cunning? I believe he has a nod, pet, yeah. pet beholder that sits there with him on a chain, and then. The craziest bit is this decrepit, illithid creature that seemed to uh, not need to breathe. So, uh, we're quite lucky that we even managed to get Captain Durden and his mother out of the place safely. Jarl Axel nods, like reading along with the notes in his journal. Um, that Durden sent over to him. Uh, you assume the ink from um, Durden's journal is linked to Jarl Axel's as some sort of messaging system. And he, he nods and he says, something about a dragon? And he looks over at all of you. And not oh, just can... a dragon, a big fucking dragon, I believe were Durden's exact words. That, that would ah. be me, Captain. You can just summon big fucking dragons? That would have been nice to know. We could have used it more strategically. It's more of a one-time thing. And to be fair, our lives are at risk. We He's tried to barter like... with them. Rubs his temples. Sorry, why is he mad at patch. us here? Can he you just explain that? Things did not go... We're getting there. Oh, okay, because like, we didn't yeah. do anything wrong. <laughs> He's like, Wait, yeah, you didn't do... A lot wrong. You, you succeeded. We'll start with the good things. You brought Mother Zinn back to her people. He kind of claps sarcastically to you. He's like, and Mr. Kojima has been returned, which is actually probably the greatest thing you could have done because it is a great asset to the flotilla uh, opening back up the Artificer's Core to the common folk, which, um, you know, the flow of magical items being created and having access to that is is a solid good. You're alive. That's another good thing. Let's talk about the negatives. Well, Jace is still alive, and his smuggling op operation still lives. I have banned him from the flotilla, but you guys stopped magic gear. It's another bonus. That was more of Arthur's mission than mine. Unfortunately, the scroll merchandise merchant who supplied the paper to the flotilla is deceased killed by spider is according to what i have here from my auguries vasculus is brought back to us again more of an arthur thing as he kind of nods towards the agent who nods back at him brender was set loose 
who is a free agent for the entirety of Tiamat's operation, rides on a red dragon, and he escaped with an eyeless beholder that is an oracle. You also let out the archdevil, Arbayek, Prince of Swarms. He kind of just, like, opens his palms to you. He's like, some good, lots of bad. But... We didn't have many options. But... You did destabilize the fence, he says with a very large grin. And for that, I suppose... You move up in rank. Durden. You are relieved of duty. I will send you back on your own missions. What? The rest of you can make your home on the Lucy. That would be Frederick's ship, for the record. Then what will become of our ship? The Wave Cutter? That's yes. Durden's ship. He smiles and kind of nods towards the other agent who nods back at him. The Wave Cutter will go on to serve Regan Earth in other matters. You may see them, you may not. They may offer aid to you. But now you have a ship with a captain. And you may customize it to your heart's content. Sorry, why? I'm, this isn't me asking. Um, sure. Uh, what's his name? Bring to Earth guy? Jeralaxel? Jeralaxel, sorry. Why is Durden being relieved of his duty? You have outclassed your rank of classification to work with him. Okay, but he's just a captain before we were there, so I, I guess I don't understand mm -hmm. why he's losing his ship. He is not losing his ship. He has his own ship and is going to operate in a different capacity, just not with you guys. You have moved up in rank. Correct. Therefore, you said he was relieved of awarded. duty, so, though. Relieved, relieved of the duty of, of guarding, watching us. Correct. I oh, I see. Okay, sorry. I thought correct. he was getting punished. Sorry, was it like, was a little bit ambiguous. You're right. Okay. He is sorry. being repurposed. Okay. As you guys move up. Awarded so, your own ship and captain. Captain Frederick is... Um, it seemed at first he was just a mercenary, like, hired to transport us, so he's actually a part of, of this group. Jarlaxle smiles. He's like, the most ordinary people can be the most extraordinary people, Master Ozol. He was quite extraordinary. So, you mean that uh, we're, we're just moving captains? We're just changing ships? No, you have been promoted. So do one of us have to decide who's the captain of the new ship? No, you may operate freely upon missions that I will assign to you at an undisclosed time. There are quite a few as he lays out a map and Dungeon Master Cody goes into a little bit of meta. Uh, you now can operate as what is known as the rank of free agent. Um, you are still a part of Brigand the Earth and have their support system. But instead of Jarlaxle giving you missions, you can choose your mission. Uh, which we will talk about how that works probably off-stream, because that's more of you guys progressing your adventure, picking where you want to go, and how it happens, right? As well as a crafting system that I've implemented. Uh, I've given you a somewhat bare-bones ship that you can add things to, like a ballista or cannons or something else, right? Uh, potentially an airship down the road once you build better ties with the artificer core so and a captain 
Well, I, uh, I'm curious about who the Bloodfeathers are, as I seem to be gathering, you know, factions that want to kill me like they're poker cards. <laughs> um, is that how you ask him? Yes. What are poker cards? He kind of looks at you strangely. Is that a Vistani? Poker. You know, poker. like 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 dragon dice? Yes, I know yeah, that. It's, okay, it, it, it's it's kind of like dragon dice, but you play with cards instead. And you're, you know, they have different values and you're trying to get, you know, a collection of sorts. Mm. He nods. Uh, he pulls out a notebook from his chest and he kind of licks his finger and begins flipping through it. Um, seems to be maybe a private diary. And towards the back of it, he has just a kind of a one-note section. And he says, Oh, shit. They are freelance mercenary agency um, that specializes in assassination. They seem to be some sort of orc giant hybrid who specializes in taking assassination missions just to reinforce the assassination mission side of things. They tame griffins and strike from long range. Um, yeah. I've experienced one of their arrows personally. Ah. Uh, it was not pleasant. Here! No. <laughs> as I'll produce it. <laughs> it's a broken arrow sling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, Covered, ah! Co he'll he'll kind of start sketching it into his book. Uh, drawing on like the red of the, the feathers on it and the barbaric nature of how nasty this arrow is. And he says, leave it to orcs to make the most damaging shot count. Um, that's what I know, unfortunately. We could look further into it, should you like to draft your own mission to hunt them down before they hunt you down. But that is oh, yes. up to you. Might I also add, Sanguine Chalice. Two for yes. One. Yes, both. Both. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm getting rather tired of, you know, having these minor factions on my ass when we're also aiming towards taking care of he who shall be shall not be named. Voldemort. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, wow. He he nods at you. You can't say his name. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, he nods and he says, "You are becoming a bigger player in the game, Marius." I, too, have a target on my back. And then he gestures to the abomination. But I have built a fortress in which I can live. One question that I have, Cody, for you. Um, sure. I know part of, like, a lot of what we were just doing was, um, you know, we had, like, the code names. But it sure. seems like none of that really mattered. They just kind of knew who we were because they were working with Merlin. So I know, like, the overarching plot that we're going through like is it known by like is it known like who we are as people oh, you want to know if you got tagged like officially i guess because i know like that was the concern right like if we used our real names that somehow that would get back to us but it seemed like it didn't really right. matter regardless no so the only people who got tagged specifically in my notes here let me just double check were marius and Ozol. What the fuck? Um, out of the I two know. of you, something you guys don't know, out of the five people in your group, I am running a 
um, how do I put it? Reputation system in the background. Um, Burn is third on the list. Stolas is fourth, and Zoltus is fifth. Uh, Marius being first, and Ozol being second. Wow. What um, does that mean? You are more renowned than some of your other fellow members, based on your deeds, your acts, and the interactions you have with other people. So, Bad boy. Um, being that you two have had the largest interaction with Merlin, outside of anyone else, that is what tagged you. Uh, and Bayor the Cunning is an intelligence specialist. Hence his name, the Cunning. Um, wow. Zoltis, I believe you had something, too, for Mr. Jarlaxle. Uh, just uh, hearing the mention of orcs makes Zothis shudder, just not a fan of them. But um, I will roll back my sleeve once more and say to Jarlaxle, uh, I had to sort of join the Zentarm to oh. infiltrate. But this brand, what can we do about it? Um, I fear there could be some sort of tracking spell or location spell. Snake snickers in the background and so does Captain Durden just a little bit as you hear the words come out of Jarlaxle's mouth. We could cut it off. <laughs> you know, my, I don't, my, my no, no, you're not. <laughs> and you know, my, um, my appendages don't grow back like some friends you may know, but, um, I would like to keep the arm. Uh, we could get you a better one. Hmm. It would take some time, but it could be done. It's something to consider. What other options do I have? Uh, he will kind of stand up, like scoot his giant chair at the, the helm if you will, and kind of walk over to you and, and grab your arm um, looking at it, which, oh, yep, there he goes, finally. Ten seconds later after I try to move him. Um, he kind of peers at it and then shows it to, to Mother Zen, who kind of shakes her head. Um, he says, I... It is an interesting thing being a part of a group. Some groups carry badges and he kind of gestures to uh, the lapels that you were given at the very beginning this hat with a little spider on it and a giant um, eye patch right which is the symbol of Brigandy Earth um, your pact was more intimate everyone in Brigandy Earth is disposable even me we serve our purpose to help the common folk of Faerun. That is our cause right now. At one point it was to plunder, to leave the Underdark and the oppression of the matron mothers. She shoots a sly glance to Mother Zinn, uh, who kind of, her face like wrinkles and you see her hand kind of just twitch in disapproval being spoken to. But we are now on the surface world and the Underdark is in shambles. I don't know how to remove it. 
The thought of cutting it off is terrible, but it's a quick and immediate fix. You could try to have your curse removed or ma magic dispelled. I don't know that it will work because this is a blood pact. He kind of lets go of your, of your arm and retakes his seat. Is there any way to confirm that it is tracking us or not? I don't know the inner workings of the Zintarm's network. I know some of them, obviously, but not all of them, as I am not a Zintarm member currently. X Zintarm, but that was before the tattoos slash brands. How lucky. Uh, Ozal will ask, um, do we have reports of how disturbed the fence has been? Yes. You left at an appropriate time. He will kind of circle his hand over the um, map on the table as the train moves out, 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 and then in, in, in on the fence. Um, it's not... It's like a still picture. You can see that a lot of it's on fire. Uh, and there are hordes of undead that are flooding to it. Um, with this giant knight on a horse kind of leading these undead troves. Uh, this green energy moving from his hand as you see the eyes of these like zombified creatures moving in. They seem to have visitors. I would assume that Vecna's response was fierce. Um... These are a couple days old, unfortunately. We are attempting to get more. Uh, but you've destabilized the northern outposts, and I have a feeling that they will respond in kind. I am also going to break up the flotilla after you finish your business, because I fear, with the dragon cult having an oracle, that they will be able to find our position relatively easily if we are clustered. One more question, if unless anyone else does mine, can wait to the end. No, go ahead and go. Uh, just very quickly, I'll ask him. Um, the swarm devil. What was who? Who did we release? By the way, that was totally necessary. <laughs> was it? He's known for secrets and deals. Did you make another pact? No, I was offered one, um, but I. I was not. The, the wording had to be very carefully uh, written, and I wasn't. I did not have the time to to work out the deal, and he was freed in the chaos. Arch Devil. And you see, Jarlax will kind of hesitate. If we say it, we can't say it again. He kind of looks around the room. Do you understand the weight of that statement? Saying a being's true name three times. It's not just superstition. It, it has consequences. Ah, yes. Beetlejuice. Yes. Shh. No, no, we don't need a lawyer right now. He kind of looks at you sternly. He says, The Archdevil of Swarms that you released. Kind of omitting his name. Uh... I don't have anything on him. He's a slippery creature to track. Uh, I will let you know if something comes up, but 
If you have wronged him, he will come for you. And he kind of looks at you again, Marius. I didn't wrong him. Lots of people want you. There's more. Who else could be after me? <laughs> this is well. He just kind of shrugs. Big fish in a little pond, my friend. You get used to it. This is the o the Sword Coast! It's the, one of the largest oceans in the material plane! How else is there other people coming after me? Axel just kind of gestures to himself. He says, the most notorious privateer along the Sword Coast. And he stands with a sweeping bow, his hat pluming off, lifting his eye patch, giving you a full mock bow, as if you were royalty. And then he switches oh. the eye patch to the other eye and puts his hat back on. I need... Where... Where is wine? I need the <laughs> wine. I have some underdog wine. Care to partake? Yes, please. Mm, the spider's web. Uh, he pulls out an ornate crystal bottle with a black liquid inside. It's a very dark, like, porter wine. Uh, and he just slides you the bottle. Thank Careful. you. Please. Careful. Why? Do not drink fizzy it? lifting drinks. No, I'm just, no, that's a joke. Um, he just slides you the bottle of wine. It's potent. That one's not poisoned, for the record. Great. Thank you. Oh. Oh, what I wouldn't give for another bottle of Dragon Crush Red. Uh. Burn, do you have anything to add? You've been kind of quiet. Or Ozal, or Stolas, or anyone? <clears throat> I asked my question. I just was curious, like, how destabilized the fence was. You have destabilized their northernmost outpost. Yeah, boy. You could have let us go, but he was being a fucking dick about it. Well, that's fine. He's still alive. Jarlaxle mentions off offhandedly to you. Oh, for now. Nice. Fucking his shit was bamboozled a little bit. Burn, you, you cleared uh, your throat, my man. What's up? Oh, uh... No, Burn doesn't really have anything to add. No questions about Brinder? No. I don't think so. No. I thought a long-lost brother would have gone a little further. I'm sorry. I mean... To be fair... That's something you added. <laughs> That's I, okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Stolas has a whole clutch that she doesn't know about yet. Oh, I I do have a cool. I got a, a flame tongue or something. Yeah. What is that? It's a big fiery sword that does four d six damage. Oh. Two d six slashing. Two d six fire. Cool. Um, I'll, I'll add it to your sheet later. Yeah, Sorry. I don't know how to. Uh, That's okay. The, uh, it's a big smacky boy. It'll replace horse cutter, unfortunately. Let's go. John also kind of shrugs, uh, and then he pulls a large pouch, spilling it onto the table. And he says, well, nine missions in front of you, four complete, five fail." I award each of you. Wait, what? What did we fail? The missions that I just said earlier. Go back and watch the episode, my guy. We didn't we fail talked any about the missions. net positives and the next failures. Oh, you mean five objectives, not whole missions? 
well, you know, rejections, missions. Sorry, I was like, whoa, we have fucked up bad. Out of 1,200 per person, it has dropped to 500 per person. What? As he slides 500 gold each across the table to you, scooping the rest into his bag. There's no way. This is the payment from Arthur? No, this is from Jarlaxle for extraction. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, plus six, uh, plus a hundred gold. Well, let's say two hundred gold for your advancement. So seven hundred gold each, and I'll add that in chat. Um, I also never got my gold back from whoever had it. I don't Unless know. Unless they spent all of them. That would be Marius, and um... <laughs> you definitely spent all of it because you came back and asked for it. Oh, okay. This tricky Vistani boy. Well, did you get the diamond that you wanted? Yes, I managed to get all of these supplies that oh, I, I don't need thought we for some... that. Okay, well, I'll take your yeah. 700 then. Uh, Was it no? the diamond in no, the rough? No, you got I... your money. No, I... how much was left? I chose you, zero. You, like... you literally Shoot. came and took it all back from me. Because you needed it for something else. We could talk about it off stream, probably. Just <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm taking I this think you in. all are forgetting something very important. What's that, Stolas? Stolas is going to spin his head towards Zothis. <laughs> Where's the cat? <laughs> oh, I've uh, I was going to mention it actually uh, while we were while we were Meow. chatting here. I was petting petting the cat hiding out my hood, and it pops uh, out of your hood like Batman. It's <laughs> been a. Uh, Feeding him little snacks and stuff, and while we were on the boat as well, just made sure you got some food because we had uh, during the prison break there wasn't a lot to be had. So, and then I have a question for Kojima when the when the when the Jalaxo like ends the the meeting. Sorry. Yeah. Sure. 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 Mr. Kojima. So, I'll ask my question off stream. I don't want to distract us. Okay. Go ahead, Zolthus. Oh, uh, sorry, I wasn't sure if Jarlaxle had anything else for us. Nope, um, that's everything. I'm getting ready to move your maps anyways, so go ahead. All right. Um, all right, so I guess we will see you shortly um, when we're looking for our next mission, Jarlaxle. He nods, and you are dismissed. Uh, you head back to the Lucy and to... Frederick the Great, and he takes you from the Abomination to the Flotilla to Blackstaff Tower to check in with Arthur. I'm going to quickly talk to Kojima before we leave, just as a side note. I say to him, uh, could you possibly start looking at replacement arm? Apparently I might have to lose this one. I reckon I could do that for you. Mr. Kojima? Yes. Is there anything you can do for his uh, offensively ugly face? You could well, amputate that. We could cut it off. Uh, Ozal will um, hand century. a stack of paperwork to Kojima and, and say, would you be able to take care of this as well? It seems as though your fellow creators wanted to burden us with these documents. Perhaps you could put in a good word. Uh, he nods, pulling out a wax seal uh and he doesn't even like read over any of it he doesn't sign any of it he just, there's just a, it. <laughs> yeah there's a, a slot at the bottom that says approved and just that's <laughs> hilarious approved fantastic 
And uh, Ozal will say, yes, one of our good friends, uh, you may be familiar, Kranglis, is, ah, I believe, an I understudy of yours. Yes, they're quite fantastic. We wish to be reunited with them at some point. Well, I fancy once we talk to Arthur, we could work something out. Get us some uh, sweet tea, if you will, with my cherry pie. And he kind of sticks a hand out to, to Carol from HR. Oh my god. That's you made this monster. I just want to remind you. He was going to be Asian. Now he's just a horn dog. Um, um, right. Also, when is Death Stranding 2 coming out? And then uh, that's about it. Uh, never. And you show up at Black Star. After, Greetings, after he fixes Arthur. Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, yes, hold on. This has a direct implication. You enter the dining room where you see Arthur leaning heavily on his staff. His Spellstrider armor, which you have not extracted any mages, seems to be cracked as these blue cracks spread from these auxiliary devices on his back kind of across his armor almost as if it's like a necrotic rot on a limb and he gestures for you to sit as Jeffrey kind of helps him into his chair greetings Arthur Ozol he kind of nods I got a robot voice. Ozol. Ozol. I don't know. I'll work on it. We'll see. We apologize for being unable to capture any mages in the prison area where we were at. Most were low-level recruits. There were no mages for us to capture. When we had our opportunity, they cast invisibility, and we were focused on taking out the magic gear. It diverted most of our attention. We did, however, rescue Kojima and um, our captain. He nods. He says, "I had really hoped. I had. Re I had really hoped to continue." No, nope, that's too German. See, I can't. I'm just gonna talk normal. I had Do really the regular hoped. Arthur voice. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's not regular Arthur. He's all altered Arthur now. Uh, full metal jacket looking guy. Full metal jacket. Uh, <laughs> Arthur gear. <coughs> I have really hoped that you would be able to bring me more mages so that I may continue my experimentation on solving the issues of the Shadow Weave. Unfortunately, I seem to be... Well, that's my own problem. That research will have to take another time. Perhaps we could speak in private, Master Ozo. Of course. We did try. However, we were worried about the magic gear escaping the fence and wreaking havoc on this land. Were you able to bring back any pieces of it? Unfortunately, it initiated a self-destruct protocol when uh, Pliskin damaged it. Pliskin just kind of looks down and around in the room, trying to find any reason not to be here. <laughs> That's hilarious. Stolos, good... Um, did we... Did we didn't take anything from it? Mm -mm. 
Well, we were in the oh, treasure room, but before we could get treasure, we uh, came out of a snow globe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who did that. Oh, sorry, I'm I mean... thinking of something else. <laughs> uh, he pays you promptly. Uh, he gives you 500 gold each. Um, On top of you... the seven earlier? Whoa, yeah, whoa time out. Two separate time missions. Out. Time out. Wow. You yes. were promised more gold than 500. You were promised more gold than 500. We just got it, huh? You got bonuses for capturing each wizard, which you failed. Uh, on top of that, you <coughs> neglected to get prison Mike. That was never our objective. It was. I, it I was straight up. Jarlaxo brought this up too. Prison Mike's Munder Difflin is we have the never Sword Coast's retailer for scroll paperwork. We we were promised 1,200 gold for rescuing Kojima, or Pliskin and our captain, rather. There was only two people we had yeah. to rescue. Yes. But think about what And I then additionally said. 750 per witch or wizard. And that was 1,200 each. Yes. He is offering you 500. I don't like it. So now we're bargaining? Yeah, I don't like that's this That's just what he has to offer. He's like, that's... That's what this I have. motherfucker penniless and he's sending people on death missions? Prison Mike owed him some of the money he was going to pay us with. Yeah, we, we never got anything about Prison Mike until we literally saw him for the first time. That, that was all, like, new information. Arthur doesn't say anything. He just hands you a sack full of 1,500 gold pieces. Okay, well. For each person or, no. or for to all of us? Or no. five, How easy is Arthur 2,500 gold, sorry. 2,500 gold total. I, that's that's not what we agreed on, Arthur. That's not what we agreed on at all. <laughs> that's I disappointing. more in my private study, <clears throat> Master Ozal. I know you are disappointed. And I bear you no ill will. But it is what I have to offer today. <laughs> okay. Disappointed Zach is quiet, Zach. The guy screwing us over bears no ill will towards us. <laughs> it's oh. like we all almost died, like <laughs> and he's like, Twice. Oh sorry, I can't pay you what I owe you. Pray I do not alter the deal again. Yeah, I was a I was only a prisoner for fucking four days. Eating I mean, I guess I'll go to his bread. study. I I I I don't know. That just seems weird. That's okay. There's more to the puzzle, do not worry. It's a really puzzle story, I guess. Yeah, and I want to yeah. go on another mission to get the rest of the gold, so. Nope. That so, is how Arthur, much gold Arthur should I have total? To uh, I mean, however much you have, minus the cost of a diamond, minus whatever else Marius bought, plus 500. Well, with the return of, you know, our party here, and Mr. Kojima being added in, are we able to get into the Artificer's Hall yet? You can. Last time, we yeah, Ozal will away. show. Ozal will show Marius. I'm not sure if Marius has seen it, but um, Master Rudari, we have been approved by Mr. Kojima himself to visit. We shall have no issues getting in. That means it's time to go see Kringlis, because he has been stuck there for so long now. They nod. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You can do that. If that's what you want to do. You can tell me where you guys want to go and what you want to do. Well, uh, we'll make it happen. 
That, that, that's precisely where I want to go, because that's kind of what started this whole thing. We came to this this flotilla to try and find Kringlis, and, you know, got turned around and went to go get on these these missions in order to try and rescue him. He's being held there against his will. Mr. Kojima looks at you, and he's like, I don't think anyone's being held there against their will. Uh, just do keep in mind, we were security compromised. Again, that is solely my fault. So, yeah, we did have to lock down the Artificer's core. It is just one of those things that happens in bureaucracy, you know, and he kind of like just hymns and haws about it being his fault, but trying to talk himself out of it, even though it was his own fault. Well, Mr. Kojima, how, how is it that, you know, you find yourself so different than what we met when we tried to go into the Artificer's Hall? He says, did the gnome stop you at the door? Yes. Yeah, Jerry's a dick. He's, <laughs> them, them gnomes and them that their paperwork, they want everything in line, signed, dotted, initial, dated, right? There is no room for where is this quote-unquote shadow budget going to. You know, they want to know where every dime is being spent, who's coming, who's going. That's just a security feature. Plus, there's some Modron, and, you know, Modron talking to each other, it's you know, ones and zeros. I can only talk to Modron 2 if Modron 3 gives me orders back down to Modron 1. They're kind of a pain in the ass to work with, truth be told. So, Well, yeah. He, he gave us four massive tomes worth of paperwork to fill out. And yeah, that sounds Those all right. here spent the better part of a couple of days trying to get it all put together. And look who solved that problem for you. I done put my stamp of approval on it. It's going to be right as rain. Okay, well... Let's go see Kringlis. Okay. Who's leaving to go see Kringlis? Uh, Ozal will stay Kringlis. behind just a minute to talk to Arthur, and then he'll leave yeah. after. Got us more gold. I just <laughs> want to join the because I we tried to get him out of there before. So. Okay. Ozal, let's go. We can do the Kringlis thing first if you want. Oh, okay. I don't care. It's up to you. I don't know how long it's going to take. This would be relatively short if you want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. We could wrap that up real quick. I figured you wanted to go see Kringlis, so. Yeah. Arthur takes you to his private room. Let me slide you on here. Standing in Arthur's private rooms, currently south of where you're located, uh, you can see a large brass cylinder that kind of runs the length of the tower. Um, Arthur clicks a setting on his suit as the sound of the outside world fades. Uh, the suit that's labeled privacy settings on it. Ozal. Mordenkainen sent me here to be the Blackstaff. I was entombed in this Netherese Spellstrider armor, and I strive to do the best with my power that I can do. The reason you didn't get your gold is because I had to consume 
the magic items I was going to sell to buy my suit more time. I am the equivalent of a vampire, but for the arcane nature. My life force cannot be tainted by the Shadow Weave, because if it is, I will fall to it. And if I fall to it, I become a servant of Vecna. I can feed off of people willing to give me spell slots, but they lose it permanently. I can feed off of items, which I can disenchant or decurse or whatnot. That is why those spellcasters were so important. I can take them prisoner, I can show them a multitude of new ways, and as he does this, he kind of begins to kind of display a lower level of the workshop that you don't have access to in Blackstaff Tower. That is his quote-unquote rehabilitation center. What I've seen is once we separate the raw magic material from the being who can conjure it, I can run it through the armor and purify it and send it back out literally cleansing you and then he pulls out this kind of square socket uh, kind of where his abdomen would be and wriggling inside of it you can make out eyes teeth and tentacles and he says and we can capture the shadow essence sending it to the far realm and little by little this shadow curse that lays upon our magic is purified. But if I could build a device to do it on a greater scale, I could. In the jungles of Cholt lies the heart of Vecna's power. It's called a soul monger. Creatures who die in this universe, their soul is consumed, the magic essence is consumed, and it feeds his undead phylacteries, which is why he has so much power. It is in a cursed temple, watched over by his servant, a Sarak. Powerful liches, a powerful lair, it is a death trap. They lure adventures in with the promise of treasure, and most of them die, feeding the phylacteries. He kind of puts it back in himself, and he says, Please understand, I only have so much gold to give you. I am trying, but I am also on borrowed time. Uh, Ozal will ask when when or if he dies, uh, who will the next black staff be? He says, If I am to fall, I am entombed in this armor. My soul will become a part of this curse, and I will be compromised. It has a self-destruct setting, and the black staff chooses the wielder. Correct. I don't know who, when or where, or how. I was all going for that promotion. <laughs> Shut up, Dean. <laughs> he says, the reason Morden Caden hasn't returned, and then as he starts to say it, his suit, like, kind of short circuits. Uh, and then the only thing that comes out of his mouth is redacted. Um, Ozol will ask, um, may I ask you a question without judgment? He nods. As you know, Barovia was a very gold-scarce environment, and our party really needed this gold. During the prison escape, we found a 
small supply of spice. If we needed to offload it for the gold, what would be the best way to do it? The slits where Arthur's eyes are, which are kind of these ambiguous orbs that kind of are almost displayed above where his face mask is, kind of narrow. And he says, it is an illicit substance that has no purpose on my flotilla, and I will pretend as if I didn't hear it. I just said no however, Arthur. However, should someone be wanting to offload it, the black market would be a good place to go. Thank you, Arthur. Do the crystals that you have given us, will they remain active in the event that we do come across spellcasters in the future? Yes. But only for as long as I am online. Please, do not tell your friends. The word vampire does not go over well. I promise you I'm not feeding on anyone innocent unless they are willing to give me their powers. So he's literally a vampire, or he is figuratively yeah, he a vampire? he literally feeds off of arcane energy. That is how Jeffrey came to be in my service. He retained some of his power, but not all of it. And if they ask, what should I say, Arthur? Tell them I'm an asshole. <laughs> Very well, friend. I'd rather have my reputation tarnished than... He, uh... Didn't truth. give us our gold. We yeah. already think that. <laughs> yeah. Burn, you're not here. Uh, <gasps> all will um, <laughs> grab uh, Arthur's hand and say, hopefully we may help you cure this affliction, Arthur. Well. And he will um, do a sweeping bow and um, leave the uh, private study. Also, sorry, Cody, if I can just retcon like a small thing. Sure. During the, the 10 days travel back, Ozal, can I have... Um, Re uh, convene with my items. I forgot to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, fine. perfect. You retuned, I assume that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, that's all I need. He to leaves do. you with one final note as you kind of are walking down the stairs. He says, Ozal, do understand if I do survive, I am the reset button for this universe. I can fix all of the damage that Vecna has done if I have the chance to be in his presence. Um, Ozal will ask, um, Arthur, how long do you think that you have? Oh boy. Um, are we talking days? That's a complex months, question. Years? Uh, let me find my Arthur notes. Arthur notes. Arthur notes. Let me answer that on a different stream. Okay. Know? Yeah, I'm just curious. I guess. Uh, and then also Ozal will ask, will these rings work as well, or are they deactivated? They they have served their purpose for the mission. They are just now mundane rings. He said, you can add an extra 50 gold should you want to keep them. I might have put it in his character sheet here. Open character sheet. Uh, I mean, they're pretty useful. Uh, the communications will remain online. Abdulio wants to ask, Arcane Spell Slot is a known thing in-universe, it's not just a game mechanic for players. I feel like it's kind of both, like, a wizard can cast so many spells of varying difficulty. It, it's a loose term, I use it as a game mechanic term, like, in-universe you probably wouldn't say that, you're probably right about that, Abdulio. Um, I'm also stuck between a weird spot with having, like, newer players, so, like, using a different term, I don't want to confuse anyone either. 
So it was kind of written to be a little bit more transparent. Um, Arthur will, will take off his cloak, revealing the back part of his armor. And there is this long spine with these canisters on the back, each that have a different lighted color, uh, each that have a different Roman numeral between one and nine on both sides. Um, the short of it is these are storage for extra spell slots, but are also a life counter. Essentially, if he runs out to zero and then runs out of his own spell slots, he's no longer able to regain them and explodes. That's the short of it. There's more stuff in there about like how many days each one is worth uh, because each different spell slot has a different level associated with it. Okay. So uh, you can make out the two lowest ones on his bottom left, uh, which would be slot nine and eight, are empty. Oh, okay. So he's still got seven. He has time. Yeah, okay. I didn't want to kill him gotcha. right away. I was like, damn, this um, dead as fuck. Uh, each spell slot can be redeemed for roughly a three-month period. Okay. So. I will leave and join the party to see Cranklis. Sounds good. Uh, let's take you over to the free peoples of Faerun's Flotilla. Go ahead and drag yourselves up to the Artificer Core. I'm working on a map for them, but I wasn't sure if I was kind of you know, working on a task that I wasn't going to use. So I don't have an official map, so we'll, I'll paint you a word picture. If Would that you should like one. Um, go ahead and drag yourselves up to the Artificer Core. For those of you who are on the map, if you're not on the map, please drag yourself on, if you can. You convene at the gates to the Artificer Core. It's this long chain that's anchored uh, to the Temple District. As you walk up, there are very high walls. The gun turrets are still active. You escort Mr. Kojima back, who literally just, like, shows his badge to the stupid little gnome outside. And he just, like, begins cranking the gears manually to open the door wide enough to accommodate each of you to pass after you show him your paperwork. And he takes the time to file through it. Um, it's filed, processed, and you gain entry into the Artificer Core. It is a city unto itself. There is no fog. Sorry, Dean. Um, <laughs> as you do that, each of the rooms is, uh, each of the houses is kind of these clockwork gadgets, if you will. Um, stretching and moving, some of them are billows, some of them are mines, some of them are uh, deployable living spaces. Uh, and it is a scurry of many different races as you find your way through to Slag's Emporium, where Slag and Kringlis are currently working on a shield. Who wants Kringlis! Friend, we finally managed to make it in through this place. Affirmative. Means. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dini, light it up. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't give away any free shit. Yeah. Yeah. Give us all the free shit. <laughs> That's my rule. No free shit. It's all paid shit. Go ahead. Are you go ahead doing okay? You're doing okay, Thrand. Being a merchant, it's killing me. Well... 
We actually just acquired a ship. We could use your services again. Care to get out of this place for a little while? Just recently at the completion of our last mission. Do any of you even know what you're doing with the ship? <laughs> no, but, uh, what's his name, Captain... Captain... Hmm... Oh, why am I blinking now? Frederick the Great. Yeah, Captain Frederick the Great knows what he's doing. Well, with a name like that... Why don't you come with us? If that's what my commander would like of me to do, I will gladly do it. Uh, Kojima nods, your direct superior. He's like, you can work on them with the ship. <coughs> Sorry, but excuse me. Uh, that is what you are there for. While it is docked, you may make modifications to it, but we are still technically fulfilling orders for this season. What are you working on over there, Kringlis? Since you've been gone, I've been working on improving the players that I carry. In fact, there is one thing that I've been working on that I'm quite proud of. Kringlis? What's that? Kringlis holds up a shield that's rounded and concaved with a star in the middle. As Kranglis throws it, it begins to ricochet across the room and come back to them. Oh. And that's not all. Pray tell. Do you want me to make something else up on the spot? Or would you like to make something up? Oh, I made something up. Oh, let's see it. Let's go. Introducing the second generation of my newest project. I call it the Giga Encabulator. Oh no. What does it do? Would you like a description? Please. Now, basically, the only new principle involved is that instead of power being generated, but the relative motion of conductors and flexes. It's produced by the medial interaction of magnetic reluctance and capacitive directives. The original version had a base plate of prefabulated amulite surmounted by a logarithmic casing in such a way <laughs> that the two spurbing bearings were in a direct line with the panometric fan. This consists simply of six hydrocopic marzal fangs so fitted to the ambitious lunar wing shaft that side fumbling is effectively prevented. <laughs> the main winding is of the normal Lewis of deltoid type placed in a panodermic semi-boiloid slots of the stator, every seventh conductor being connected by a non-reversible trimming pipe to the original differential girdle spring on the up end of the grand meters. Moreover, 
wherever fluorescent score motion is required. It may also be employed in conjunction with the drawn reciprocation dingle arm to reduce sinusoidal depolarization. Oh, you fucking guy. I just got what you were doing. <laughs> took you long enough. In description, my asking price is 50,000 gold pieces. 50,000 gold? Fucking. I have 1,200. Nope. That isn't enough. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Kringles, I can't afford it. Better start saving your pennies, sir. And with that, that is our episode for this evening. Join us next time when we're going on another adventure. Not... To the jungles of Cholt. You want to go to Cholt? Oh, I thought that's what you just said. I wanted to do that's the Dune thing, do. but it's no, I'd want to go to Dune thing. Bye. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Chombo. Bye. Bye. Oh. Good evening, everyone.